everybody to the suspense is killing us podcast it's me your co-host kevin clark across the table from me travis vote and then uh sitting next to me caddy corner we've have we decided yes thank you finally yeah matt Ooh. lynch matt lynch is char- the charming matt lynch it's been a, it's been a <laughs> goddamn ordeal to get you to understand the whole caddy corner thing i know geez well sorry Right, I'm sorry. I've, every time it's every time we do this podcast, it's like quarter of, and I get confused what that means. So <laughs> quarter of, quarter <laughs> after. Those of are two all different the, concepts. All the things that irritate me about you, and there are so it's, many. It's a quarter of <laughs> the fucking quarter of thing. It piss. It makes me hate you. And, quarter and, of five and is four forty-five. I, I know. Yeah, but it's so stupid. <laughs> I hate the whole East Coast. It's a regional expression. I know. Well, I'm from Utica, and we don't say quarter of. <laughs> Why we, it's why we burned Utica to the ground in 1974. <laughs> the great molasses fire of Utica. Yeah. Uh, nothing like starting a podcast with a little East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> a little history, too. A little history. Hey, if there's and anybody on the East Coast listening to this podcast, and they're very well, there, there may well be. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> what gives you the right to say quarter of wow. when the big hand hasn't even wow. reached the fucking number? I mean, I agree with the t- I agree with that, but jeez, you're taking a really harsh stance well, on these people. Well, other than that, I'm totally cool with the East Coast. I cool. seem like nice people. I'd like to say I'm cool with all of you listening to it, whether it's a quarter till five or a quarter of Nobody says quarter till. Well, That's you're pandering, Kevin. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, well, I know. I'm, yeah, of course. That's why I'm we pandering. call you Johnny Panderer. I'm pandering. By the way, if you are on the East Coast or the West Coast or the Mid Coast, uh, go to our Spreadshirt shop and buy some buy some merch. Yes. How's that for pandering? <laughs> and also keep uh, keep uh, liking us and rating us on iTunes. Yeah. Five stars. Write those reviews. Yeah. You've been doing a good job with it. Keep it up. Yeah. We follow, love you guys. Fo- follow us on Instagram. <laughs> I want to get all these plugs out of the way at the beginning yeah. so we don't forget it. We should end. probably set up a Twitter. Yeah. We should. We don't have There's a lot of things I that we should that, do. I think that you said you were going to do that. I probably said that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I okay. say a lot of shit. <laughs> you can't listen to this. It's true. Guy. He never shuts up. <laughs> He's this century's Dennis the Menace. Oh, he is kind of like Dennis the Menace. Does that yeah. make you Mr. Wilson? <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like it. <laughs> Who's that make me? He's Dennis probably got better mom? knees no, than I me. think you're Mrs. Wilson. You're the nice one who's like, oh, he's, George! he's nice. Give him some cookies. <laughs> That's the Simpsons. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the only reference I Travis has of Dennis the Menace is from that Simpsons episode with George W. Maybe he George W. H. is a bad name. <laughs> I used to watch that sh- that actually actual original show, Dennis the Menace, the on, black and white on, one. Yeah, on Nick at Night. Jane Orr. Yeah. Yeah, and there's the episode where. He, he starts digging up dead bodies and stuff like that. It's crazy. He's like he like pulls a corpse and puts it into Mr. Wilson's uh, living room. And George is so or whatever George. Mr. Wilson's first name is is so mad. I think it might be I George. Think George. I think it is yeah. George. That's why the Simpsons writers thought of that. Dennis has to go away to that uh, to that lunatic asylum that the bully goes to in uh, it. Are they going to say the lunatic asylum that the bully goes to in Shutter Island? His hair turns white. Uh, That's great. <laughs> it was a menace. I'm your duly appointed federal marshal. Duly appointed federal marshal. That movie's great, though. You know, I rewatched oh that. Oh my god, it's a masterpiece. Maybe we'll do that so we can oh, get in a so fight. <clears throat> so I hate that movie. Good. Oh boy. Wow. Okay. What are we doing? What are we doing today? Though? We're going to do no, watch Shutter Island. This was good. This was good. Oh, a quarter of four. Quarter of four. Quarter of four. Fuck a quarter of four. Fuck it. Patriots Day. All right, so uh, your legs. 
All right. Well, <laughs> well that's that, that gone, bro. We are gonna. We are gonna. Gone, bro. We are gonna be talking about a coast, but not the uh, the East Coast. We're gonna be talking Whoa. about uh, the Florida coast uh, quite a bit this mm, t- this uh, this podcast. And let's just jump right in with. Uh, well, well, what, what is, is the what is the, the the unifying theme of these three movies that we're doing? Uh, well, we're doing sort of it's like sort of sweaty neo noir, sort noir. of s- neo yes, right? Sexy, sexy neo noir, hot. I would say I would say sexy, but also steamy and yes. sweaty. Sweaty, definitely sweaty. sweaty. This is what the kind of and you know I would say sweat is the unifying factor. Two of them take place in Florida. Yeah. One in Texas. In Texas, yeah. And and it's generally about bored people in in hot places that are sexy, sexing it up and scheming it up. You it's know, like and sex and schemes in the South. I don't know if you guys have ever been anywhere hot before, but like you just want to just constantly sex because you're covered in sweat anyways. Mm-hmm. So you might it's as well might as well get yourself covered in someone else's sweat as yeah, well. Yeah, hot stuff. Or Kevin. or in the case of one of these movies. Couple of different people sweat. Multiple people, but uh, not with the first one. Well, I, we don't need to give any. We we, do we we say all the movies that we cover. Not we, yet. We don't. We can say them all at the beginning. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, saying we haven't. Oh, yet. okay. Yeah, we're doing Body Heat first, mm-hmm. uh, and then we're going to do The Hot Spot, directed by Dennis Hopper. Yeah, and then we're going to do motherfucking wild things maybe you've seen it and heard of it before i bet i'm pretty sure you have that's a pretty a pretty beloved i'd be movie. surprised if you haven't heard of body heat too but no, body uh, heat's also pretty big uh uh so let's let's jump into body heat then i'm a married woman meaning what meaning i'm not looking for company and you should have said i'm a happily married woman that's my business what how happy i am and how happy is that you're not too smart, are you? <laughs> I like that in a man. What else do you like? Lazy, ugly, horny? I got them all. You don't look lazy. <laughs> Tell me, does chat like this work with most women? Some, if they haven't been around much. I wondered. Thought maybe I was out of touch. I'm gonna buy you a drink. I told you, I've got a husband. I'll buy him one, too. He's out of town. My favorite kind. We'll drink to him. Only comes up on weekends. <laughs> I'm liking him better all the time. Body Heat, 1981. Yeah. What's the name? Who's the director? Lawrence, Lawrence Kasdan. Kasdan. Fucking Lawrence Kasdan. Writer yeah. of The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And if you ask me, he directs the shit out of it. This is, oh, yeah. This is my favorite of the three movies that we that we watched this time. This is probably this is a great the movie. best of the three, but I don't think it's my favorite. <laughs> but it is, but it is like, <clears throat> quality-wise, I think this is just... I mean, this is Lawrence Kasdan's best movie that he directed, right? Probably. I mean, with maybe... Well, what about Mumford? <laughs> maybe maybe Silver, Silverado, Silverado is very yeah. similar to this. It's like a sort of a pastiche. Did he direct a dr- uh, Dreamcatcher? He did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> I also just rewatched uh, Wyatt Earp, which is not very good. Okay. But it is three and a half hours long. It's only so three it's got ten. That, oh, that's, that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> well, let's, Lawrence Kasdan, though, this is this is his directorial debut. Better writer I than believe, he was a director, right? I'm say. This was his his directorial debut. Yes, and he but he'd been a writer um, before this, and uh, man, like you said, he directs a the, writer on things that aren't quite like this, really. Writers, more, yeah, no. more kind of like Spielbergian but type of entertainments. They are very like uh, I think the common theme in his his early stuff is that they're all sort of very mannered and uh, like pastiche like throwbacks to genre work mm-hmm. like because he also wrote uh, he did uh, at least a draft of raiders mm-hmm. of the lost ark too and like there's not it, those are all kind of like an empire strikes back is sort of a fantasy serial yeah. you know kind of thing and so it's all of his stuff and then silverado is essentially like 
uh, it's a res- it's like a huge revisionist western, right? But it's also like just like it's like Body Heat, but for westerns, where it's like everything that was in ever in a western yeah. isn't like Body Heat is basically like what if noir was the most fucking right. noir noir That's the ever? Thing is they're they're like revi- they're like revisionist <laughs> pastiche, but they're not reconstructed at all. It's not like he's not like dismantling the genre and then putting them back together or commenting on it. He's no, just no. doing a kind of like ultra version of that. Yeah, and I think this is kind of like the ultimate like. <laughs> film noir the movie, noir, right? One of the biggest noir throwbacks. I mean, it's kind of its only reason to exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, I and it, like I. I feel like this has a lot to, in common with Wild Things. Although we might not be talking about it, it's not Wild Things is much more like uh, knowingly comic. Than, yes. Than, than this movie, this movie just walks that very fine line of almost being hilarious. Inadvertently, it, like it's it, so close, but it's it but is it, funny on, for uh, intentionally at times. It is just funny. The dialogue yeah, is yeah. very bantery. Well, and you got clever. Ted Danson dancing around. And Ted Danson's funny as fuck. Little Danson man, he dances a lot in this. <laughs> Little Danson man, that's right. <laughs> that's my review of his movie. Is Ted comma dancing? Tiny dancing. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best scene in the movie. Hold me closer, Tiny dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing in the dark and so on. I mean, we can keep going. <laughs> we will. If need be. Uh, uh, As so. it comes to us. Uh, the movie opens with, I mean, it just it just lets you know exactly what kind of movie it's going to be with this sort of like um, stylized opening credits where, that are kind of like blurred images of curvatures of like ladies' bodies and fucking saxophones. Who did like, the music? Uh, John Barry, the great John That's Barry. Because right. yeah. I, I was like, this sounds so familiar. And you know what the music in this reminded me of? Fucking Howard the Duck. Oh, see, it reminds okay. me of James Soundtrack Bond. Soundtrack of, but because, but there's that, there's like this Howard the Duck theme that's very like sexy, and it's yeah. like the theme at the beginning when they're going through his apartment, and it's like almost exactly like the because John Barry is very great, but also if you listen to all of his soundtracks, you like go like these are all the yeah they kind of, they kind of yeah, blur okay, he borrows from himself a lot, yeah. and so this was like oh okay I see where he got the Howard the Duck theme from Buddy Heat <laughs> yeah. It, it's just it's the, the the soundtrack and the opening credits are like this is gonna be sexy motherfucker. Well, he just he's just finished having sex with a woman yep. after it cuts. The opening credits are all just like extreme close-ups of sweaty skin, I believe, yeah, and saxophone like music, and then it cuts to <clears throat> to uh, William Hurt standing looking at a burning building across town while some lady who he's just had who's just had sex with him is like getting dressed to go back to work a working, and then he, he's had a, he's got a thing for the working class ladies yeah. nurses <laughs> waitresses something about uniform they always or, talk about or uniforms or pretty much anyone or, or any, yeah, and they've got a thing for him too. He's I for think, some reason. He's basically. I think he's. You know. I would a, say. I, I think small this town. guy is the dumbest, least he, charming version of himself available. I don't think he's not charming. <laughs> he's supposed to be stupid. That's like a I mean, major clearly. aspect of the character. Yes, but I, I find he's. I think he's got a, a, a charm to him. He's got a certain. A, a he's got a certain. Charm. A certain lazy, lazy, uh, low talking charm. Certain disgusting assertiveness <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> Certainly, but that's that's in keeping with the genre. Yeah, but so. Like, I mean, I do love this opening scene because he's like, she, he's like looking at this place that's burning and he's like, I used to go there with my family when I was a child and eat and stuff. And then she's like laughing about, okay, well, I can't keep you from looking at that and having memories or let's not have sex again, I guess. And she's getting dressed and then he turns around and he's like, we're going to have sex again. <laughs> they just finished having sex. She's like, I'm getting dressed for work. I've got to go back to work. And then she's like teasing him and then it cuts and the scene ends with him going like, we're going to have sex again. So you know this movie is going to be about this guy fucking a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking in this movie. Movie. Yes. This movie, if you ask me, is adult with a capital A. Yeah, like Sound wild, like wild too. things is a sexy movie, and uh, so is the hot spot. But this movie is trying to do sexy and fairly graphically sexy at times, and and but also like for 
This, this was like my. I remember my parents going and seeing this when I was a little kid, and I was, this is when I was starting to get interested in movies. And my my parents came back and they loved it. My mom was a huge William Hurt fan. Of all things, and they were like talking about body heat a lot and stuff. And I was like, "Can I see body heat?" And they were like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> I still have God. memories of my dad when I was getting into movies. My dad would be like, "You know, it's real sexy movies that body heat." And I'm like, "I'm still traumatized." <laughs> Good night, <by> son. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he tucked you in. <laughs> yeah, right. I watched like when I'm watching it for this podcast. I'm thinking like, "Oh, I don't want to think about my dad." Just getting turned on by this. <laughs> There's a part in this movie. That uh, this was what I, the first time I saw this was the thing I remembered the most from the movie was there's a part after him and Kathleen Turner like have sweaty sex and she's like pulling him around the room by his dick. Yeah. I mean it's off camera. It's right below. She's he's like oh god you got he he literally says you you gotta give me a minute because she wants <laughs> to like, fuck again. Get and hard he's, again. And she's like pulling him around. She's like is this helping? And they're like she's like walking around the room. And you're like Jesus Christ! This I remember thinking that when I saw the like was, holy shit. It was that is that exact scene. I was watching this uh, with Corey, and uh, and that scene in Cor- Corey was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen this movie before. And then that scene happened. He was like, I don't think I've seen this. I would have remembered that. <laughs> it's true. That was all. I actually had forgotten. I had seen this probably when I was eighteen or nineteen, and so I had forgotten almost all of the movie except for like the sweaty sex parts. <laughs> it has another scene that that is not as visually graphic as that one, but where that the, like the, what they suggest is happening is incredibly graphic yeah. too. We'll we'll get to it. Okay, uh, so let's let's, uh, let's get so let's get into the plot of uh, Body Heat. We're we're, in, we're introduced pretty quick to William Hurt, and then you you know he's a lawyer. lawyer. He's yeah. a yeah, he's lawyer. Good. He's dumb, so he's not he's as wildly... He's on the scruples. It's he's been, not setting the world on yeah. fire, either. He's not making a lot the, of money this, at the it. The first scene of the movie is very sexy, and the second scene is even sexier, where he's at the courtroom, and the bald judge is like, you're not a very good lawyer. Get out of my courtroom. Right. Much. It's hot as fuck. <laughs> he's... But he's but that's like has something to do that kind of comes back towards yeah. the end because it has something to do with some scam that he'd been like involved with and so like it kind of it's like right. one of those the, all three of these movies also have um, hotspot not as much but the, another theme is that they all kind of have these uh, sort of twisty plots that like they, they, they hinge on legal technicalities and documents and such yeah yeah, yeah hotspot not as much but they all kind of have this like thing where you go oh I have to remember a thing. <laughs> From the beginning of the movie, but they they explain it to you again at the end. But I'm not surprised I had forgotten the plot of this movie because it's the plot is kind of um, oh okay it hinges on how he this thing about public restrooms or something and that was sort of how the scam anyway in Body so, Heat a little bit yeah it's uh, like that I, don't even, I don't even remember yeah it's not important it's the sort of this this movie like if you really want to get into the specifics of the plot of what's happening like my brain starts to shut down because like it's it, it's really not it's about that, that it's not that I no, guess no no it's, it's not, not that complicated, complicated it's but just like, I, who cares too I yeah. mean it's not that important well it's like any good film noir who who cares yeah, about what happens it's a it's, dumb guy gets involved with a dangerous woman and then sexes it up and then gets his life ruined with I mean, a dangerous dame with a dangerous dame it's, it's pretty classic stuff um, yeah so we I mean yeah this is double indemnity almost exactly yes. except she wins we get to, uh-huh. we get set we, so we meet so then we meet Kathleen Turner and he like immediately starts hitting on her in the most disgusting way possible right yeah <laughs> He's like, he basically says, like, if you give me $5 for a bus ticket, I promise I'll never come back. She goes, I'm married. Kathleen Turner's first movie, I believe, too. Is that true? I think maybe. Someone else can look it up. I, I think it is. I think it is. Um, Everybody Kath- who's listening to this has Google. Look it up. I think is it my it, job it's her to know? Film, it's her film debut, and she's so good and sexy in it that she just immediately became a giant star afterward. Yeah. Because this movie was a big hit. 
yeah. and so it was just like there's there was no Kathleen Turner, and then this came out, and like Kathleen Turner is like a big deal now, and and, and rightfully yeah. so because she fucking rules in this. She like this is a movie that, uh, like we were saying with bad influence, like that movie hinges on having that Rob Lowe character be these things that it needs to be, and it need, that performance needs to be <laughs> successful, not. and it, 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 he isn't, so it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, and this one hinges on the Kathleen Turner character, like really nailing all these aspects, and she yeah. nails them all. She's fucking great. Yeah, and you know, and it hinges on the William Hurt character being a creepy dumb guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's, who's, so he, just, so who's just hitting, so into sweaty sex that he's like going to get duped by everybody. He's hitting, <laughs> he's hitting, hitting on her at like an outdoor music festival. Yeah. Uh, and it all turns out that this, that this stuff uh, that we find out later on, this stuff was all staged for his benefit. He's, sure, he's a total patsy this whole time, but he yep. doesn't know it. Obviously, no. That's why he's a patsy. That's kind of one of the frustrating things for me about the narrative in this is that like. You know that going in because what kind of movie are you watching? Right. But you're like, I don't, I'm not, I don't care. I don't even care in the slightest what happens to this guy. Uh-huh. And it's also completely implausible that this woman would give him the time of day if she wasn't setting him up. I don't know. I, don't, I disagree. Ladies find William Hurt to be pretty sexy. Yeah. It's he's set up in this movie that he's like a real ladies man. It's and set pe- up. And women like William Hurt. It's not set up that women like that like like William Hurt. And also she is so demonstrably smarter than him as she points out almost immediately that I just don't buy it. Well, her her classic line is, of course, uh, that's what she you're says. Not, you're yeah. not too smart. Are I like you? that. I like man. that in a man. Yeah. Uh, I know. I mean, I get it. I just think that it's boring. Okay. You think the movie's boring? No, I think that He's boring, and I don't care what happens to him, and so I'm just sort of waiting for the Do plot you, to come out. Are you out. cold on William Hurt in general? Yes. Or just, okay, well, there we but go. But I also think that this character in particular is as, just as dull as could possibly be. <laughs> what, what about this William, is William, what about Hurt, William his... Hurt in Captain America Civil War? <laughs> I prefer William Hurt in... He's uh, in Captain America Civil War? <laughs> yeah. I'm I prefer going to, have him in, to arrest uh, all you fucking guys in uh, History of Violence. He is? Where he's just like Broheim every sec. Every <laughs> Wait, who cut his he... eye out with a fucking he's, screwdriver? He's uh, Colonel Thunderbolt Ross in uh, the Marvel Universe. He's an he runs Incredible that pr- Hulk, and then he, he runs shows that up that underwater oh, prison right. that, they, okay. uh, that they throw Ant Man in at Jeez. the end of Snivel Snore. Boy, good God! Okay, yeah. Snivel Snore. That's anyway, a this one. is. I feel like this is. <laughs> I mean, America can't Snivel Snore. I don't think you're wrong. William Hurt is generally kind of boring to watch, but this is this is definitely him at his most energetic. Great, <laughs> I, I like I like him in this. I like everything about this movie. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, so, so he's he's hitting on her really hard. They're doing this real like real old school bantery type yeah. stuff, except it's a little bit more salacious than it would be in a obviously a Bogart Bacall type movie or whatever. Um, but there's still a lot of like talking around sex and stuff. And then he buys her he buys her a snow cone, and she's like, "You want to lick it off me?" And he's like, "Whoa!" So he spills it on her. He spills it on her. Because you you're not going to lick, gonna it, lick off. it off. Peace. And she's out of there. And he's like, "Wow, really got me going." Yeah. And uh, and so like the the first uh, half of this movie is just sort of them like falling into a relationship with each other. She's she's, she's married, she's married, to, married um, to Dick Crenna. Yeah. Yep. Richard Richard Crenna. Richard Crenna, the guy who trained Rambo to eat <laughs> things that'll make a billy goat puke. <laughs> and a former governor of California in Jade. That's right, who has the, the greatest line possibly in film history. <laughs> so this is the second movie where Richard Crenna is just sticking it to a bunch of hot ladies. <laughs> and he's and he's he's like not like uh he doesn't I don't think he has any like super gross lines yeah. in this movie, but he is like he is the same type of guy in this movie where he's like some old creep who's like, 
I think he's less That's a pretty solid this. impression. Yeah. He, he's supposed to be portrayed like you don't he's really a, know he's, a lot about him at first, and, but then eventually Catholic. It's it's the postman always rings twice, yeah. double indemnity thing, where she's like, "You need to." He he's the most cruel man in the entire world, and he's so evil. And then like when you finally kind of get to know him in the movie, you're like, "Oh, he's not." But he is isn't, he isn't evil, but he is like a he's, sh- he's, he's like a shady, of a he's a shady developer. Yeah, he's a shady developer. developer yeah. And I think that like that's kind of why like when he does get killed. You don't feel. I was like, yeah, I don't feel. A, it's not a tragedy. It's not. A, it's not that bad. And but, but you know, but when, it's also. I don't feel bad when Barbara Stanwyck's husband gets it in double indemnity either, and he's not even that bad. Well, there's no. a really cool. I mean, there's a, a really shit? cool part in it uh, that I also really enjoyed, where William Hurt just like he he he. There's there's times in it where it almost feels like William Hurt seems to be aware that he's being manipulated, but he's so stupid and horny that he kind of doesn't <laughs> care. Where he's where she's just like he's cruel to me, but if he died, then we'd get his money, and he's like. Well, all right, you sold me. Uh, we're like going to kill him. When he goes to Mickey Rourke, the arsonist, to help him oh, build the, the, uh, the bomb, and Mickey Rourke with his original face is there, and he's like, yes. you know, uh, you, better, great you better figure out what you're Fucking doing great. here, because, uh, you know, I think this bitch is up to no good. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, know. probably, I don't know. Probably, I, think, okay. I think that's kind of one of the things that I love about the movie is exactly what you were sort of complaining about or lamenting, is that you're kind of like, who cares? But I kind of, that's what the movie is constantly reminding you, like, and the character like, hey, this is dumb, and he's going, uh huh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. But I'm very horny. I know, and and the movie's all like mannered and just, it's all just like dripping with like the noir atmosphere. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're right that it is like that, but you're also it's also like the movie knows that too. The movie knows that yeah. you're watching this because you're gonna. It's like amazingly filmed, and like the writing is like just just this like one millimeter away from being fucking self-parody yeah it's <laughs> you very know? close yeah walking a fine line I, I don't believe that it would have been looked at that way at the time it came out I think no this would have been taken a lot more seriously at the time I think it was yeah but I but I'm you know but I, I think, think that when you, I mean that, that scene too. it doesn't but that scene where he like first starts hitting on her every line it's is like bantery. straight it's like very sure. it's very and it's and not, it's great it's great banter I mean Kasdan is great at writing banter um, at least at this period he was I mean he wrote Empire Strikes Back which I think is one of is one of my favorite yeah. scripts you and can use a good kiss <laughs> jeez wow he I love it that screams it that's I mean none of the scene. stuff you're saying is incorrect I agree with all of this I just think that the movie lacks any narrative urgency whatsoever you're just kind of waiting for it to play that's out somewhat true, cause, that's somewhat true because the true. movie has a tone that is like lackadaisical and slow like in, like like you would feel if you were in the south right yeah but you know, I don't, and then like later on like I don't think it's the a problem, end of the movie though. it's not a it's not a huge problem because that's the movie you're yeah. watching. Mo- I just would have liked to have been a little bit more excited. The by movie it. itself feels like it's wiping its brow, sitting in a chair, and going. Let me uh, tell you about the time this bitch screwed me. <laughs> no, it's going. Uh, it's too hot. It's too hot. Today. It's too hot. It's too hot. Today. Do you think that you would have been more excited by it if you weren't constantly thinking about your dad watching it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe I don't know. That's a good point. Anyways, before before we get to the killing, um, we there, we got to get to the, like the initial, the original sex scene or the initial sex scene between the two, which is really classic because they go to a bar and uh, he's like trying to hit on her and stuff, and then she's like, "These other guys here have also tried to hit on me because I'm hot and I'm always here." And there's that's, why, real, that's why they're looking town. at me so mean. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, nobody's ever talked to me this long, and then they kind of decide that they're going to that they're going to do it, and she's like, "But we can't just walk out together because then they'll know it's a small town." Down. And then, and then she, he goes, "Well, what are we gonna do about it?" <laughs> Your William Hurt is spot on, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. And she slaps him, I'm, I'm lost and then in like space. storms away. And he's like, oh, I, guess I, got, "I guess I'm lost in space. What are we gonna do about Gary Oldman?" 
<laughs> she fucking slaps remember, him. Remember in Altered States, after he come, turns into a caveman, he comes back, he's telling it to oh, his friend the next Altered day. States. I'm not saying he's not great. No, no, I just remembered that. Sorry, I but was But he has this great line. He has this great line the next morning. He's like explaining what, you know, this nightmare situation is where he turned into a caveman and he's like, and then I attacked and ate a small sheep. <laughs> Does he have like an accent like that in it? He's, that's how this is how William Hurt sounds. He okay. talks like I this. You're adding like a New Yorker. No, thing. he um, just kind of goes like, I don't know what's happening right now. So Kathleen Turner Bro-heim. slaps him, Bro-heim. slaps him hard he in front of it. all these people, and then they then so then it looks like ooh, then she, and then he, he leaves first too. But then but then you know it's just all show, so he can go back to her house and. And he like, you know, it's house. funny though. It is, it is all for show, but he's genuinely pissed off. Like he's yeah, walking yeah, yeah. out of that bar, going, oh, this "Fucking bitch, I don't want to have to work this hard." <laughs> but then it comes to him in his car driving up to her house, and he smiles like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I think I just got it. And now. This, is the, this is the best part of the movie when when she's like trying to seduce him in the house, and then she locks him out of the room. All right, but, but before uh, this, that's a classic scene. But before before we get to that, I did want to point out because he goes there ostensibly to see her wind chimes. Right, uh, <laughs> and, and, it's like and it's another. Oh yeah, yeah, wind chimes. Yeah, and there's another. It's another movie where wind chimes play a huge part. Don't forget the hand that rocks the cradle. Oh, that's wind right. Chimes. We've got to point it out whenever wind chimes play a huge part in these movies. And, but there's a lot. There's She's, she's got, got a shitload so many of wind He goes up there. I laughed out loud because I was like, because he goes up there and he goes, well, you oh, weren't kidding. You weren't kidding. And there's like a shit ton of fucking wind chimes. Not, not only it's that, like though. it's like that thing where someone where you someone you, you go like I like wind chimes, and then everybody goes like I don't know what she likes. She likes wind chimes, so everybody gets you wind chimes for the rest of your life for Christmas or your birthday. Big mistake saying that you like wind chimes. <laughs> and then he goes and he ha- I mean he's just a dick. He, he just goes and he's like manhandling all of them. Mind if I fuck with just, your wind like, chimes? He just keeps rubbing his hands through all these wind chimes. Just kind of like he's never seen one before. Wow. <laughs> Well, he's like a—he's a really dumb. He's so essentially—they're practically like jiggling keys in front of his face. He's like, oh, he's essentially uh, just a like a, a he's like a dick walking with dick with feet. He's yeah, he's very just, horny. He's like essentially just an erect penis. This yes. whole movie—he's a sex addict, clearly. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so so she's just so she's being kind of like a push and pull sort of thing. Like oh, I'm the sexiest person in the world. Now you must leave. And that, but then, and then at one point, a fun detail that I forgot when I was when I was watching it again is, is that she's like he's, he touches her or something. He's like, "Wow, you're very hot, and she, your skin is very hot to the touch." She's like, she's like, "Yeah, I my run body, hot. my body heat is a hundred degrees. I run it's a hotter little, than I run a little hot. She, it's literal body heat. It's so <laughs> she's good. Hotter. She's, she's got the titular body heat. That's what I'm talking other, about. This, people this, usually are. It's so close. It's like just like if the movie were played like." pitched a little higher it's this would be it would be like a fucking joke or it'd be like one of those where you're like well this goes too far but it's just south of like being a self-parody like lines like that are stupid kind of but it's fuck when you watch the movie you go "Mm -hmm, it's already i mean it's already in this hot place (laughs) everyone's hot and sweaty all the time there's buildings are burning uh and now, and now this lady is just hotter. Like it's so hot, <laughs> and she's literally just hot. It's so she's hot, hot in uh, every way. A lot of the shot, a lot of the shots. It looks like they they, they like somebody breathed on the lens to like yeah. steam it up. It just looks like everything. Just just a steam. The, the whole thing takes uh, place in a steam room. So she anyway. So she like locks him out of her house, and then she's just standing she there, there. And he's kind of and he's such a he's such a fucking uh such a fucking erect dick that he can't like put up with it. He's storming around the and he like he's like a, a monkey in a cage. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, he can't, he can't just go like, I guess I'll just go home or That's go have sex with a different lady. Either. He like, no, right. But it's, it, she, so it's like, she's got this guy's number because she knows exactly what he's going to do, I guess, which, which is, is pick up the cast iron lawn furniture and throw it through the fucking glass door. 
it's fucking sexy. It really is. It's awesome. I remember my mom talking about this scene, and not not, not obviously like in in indirect terms, but just like he's, man, he throws the fucking thing through the. That's not how she talks. Anyway, it's like a remarkable scene. <laughs> Your mom and, sounds uh, weird. <laughs> she is. Um, yeah, it's fucking great. And then they and then they fuck. Then he smashes they it they in. They don't show a whole lot in the smashes in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the in more ways than one. In the initial sex scene, he can they like make out and then he like flips her around and grabs her vagina. It's pretty it's pretty saucy stuff. Yeah. And, and she keeps uh, going, yes. Like, yeah, yes, it's good. And you're yes. like, Jesus Christ, movie. Yeah. Um and then it there's it just, makes me laugh. The next like <laughs> 15 20 minutes are just sort of a slow trickle of the pro, of the plot building with the, them lying <clears> in bed after sex or mm-hmm. doing it sometimes too. And there's lots of nudity, yeah. and uh, they're both naked a lot. And, and then she's talking about her husband, and she talks about this housekeeper that may or may not actually ever exist. And then she, they meet like a another blonde lady. He walks up and goes, "Hey, Mary lady, you hey, lady, want to fuck?" And this lady yeah. turns around, and it's a different lady who he looks, literally says that. And then he goes, "Oh, uh, I'm sorry," as and if that would have been cool to say <laughs> right. to anybody. <laughs> hey, lady, he literally says, "Hey, hey lady, want to fuck. fuck?" We're not being glib. No, no, no. It's the line. And then she turns around, and it's a different lady, which of course she's played, allegedly. Like, <laughs> Turner's like old friend, right? Which yes. play, of course plays into the plot because they look very similar. Yeah. I don't um, feel like we learn much about this lady, but like she, we do it. We do at the end, sort of. But well, we were learned that this is like the only time we we meet this woman. We don't learn a lot about her, but we know that they're old friends. She's and that, a huge like, part of the plot, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, the scheme, at least. Yeah. And meanwhile, William Hurt is like disappearing from his regular life. So like Ted, his buddy Ted Danson, the, 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 uh, the prosecutor, pro- prosecutor yeah. and their other friend, the cop, who, by the way, the black cop is the uh, is the congressman from the end of contact. who is like, are we supposed to take all this? On faith. <laughs> oh, awesome! That movie's about the battle between science and faith, just like this one. I still like that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's, I'm not going to say it sucks, but it irritates me a lot. But anyway, that's who that guy is. Uh, and yeah, so he's, they're like, "Where great. have you been? You know, we never see you anymore. What's going on? Like, what uh, what squack have you got yourself can we, into can lately?" We talk pal? about their gross conversations in the diner too. Yeah. This like it's like this weird bantery diner bro shit. talk. Bro talk, but it's just like, whoa, this is not. And they're at this like this ew. cop diner where like all of the cops, cops and, and firemen lawyers, and lawyers yeah. hang. It's just by the courthouse or something like that. And they're and talking about some like lady cop that he used to have sex with, and then she walks. She by walks out of the all, bathroom, and they'll go, oh, and you're embarrassed, and then they all laugh. And, <laughs> like but those working ladies, uh, yeah, dancing, dancing well, is fucking great in this. Dancing too. is so much fun. I mean, and I'm He's uh, like, I have I'm, to live vicarious through through you. Yeah, yeah, I'm a for, I'm a forever advocate of Ted Danson. I think he's fucking great. I mean, not that one time he did blackface, but notwithstanding. Oh, I'm a big fan of that have too. You, have you seen it? Don't <laughs> knock it till you see yeah, it. Right? I did, but I haven't. It's been a while. Maybe I should check it out again. Uh, no, but, uh, but <laughs> no, don't. Like, one I mean, of the lines. Okay, one of the good. lines that Ted Danson has is the just to give you an idea. Of their kind of man talk is like. Yeah, you find like he's he's got a higher he's yeah, young, I, so he's got I, a higher, Ted Danson, he's got a higher pitched voice in this than this is pre cheers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like you find the got to Brenda. Did she let you in the no parking zone? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's what does that even mean? A, well, she's a because she's a parking cop. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Yeah, because okay. she's like the yeah. and then she walks out of the, and walks past him and is like hi hi Ned. He and then he waits like a beat until she's down the way, and he's like, "Oh, hi, Brenda." <laughs> well, William Hurt's character is named Ned. Ned, Ned Racine. Ned Racine. <laughs> uh, then there's a then there's another scene uh, where we find out that uh, Dick Crenna has a what is it his daughter like from a previous marriage yeah. or something his, like that. Oh, he has that? a no, it's his it's his, uh, it's his niece niece. It's his his sister and his niece, and it's like has something to do with the money from their estate from their parents is all tied up in in the niece and the sister and stuff yeah. too and uh, and so she so Dick Crenna's gone all the time but he's back 
and so they have to stop fucking as much. And and she's like, "You must stay away because my husband is mean and cruel to me." He's like, well, "I don't think I can." <laughs> and then, and so and so Dick Crenna and the and the little girl are at the house, and she's out uh, with her wind chimes. Dick Crenna's not there that time. Just the nieces. Just the nieces. There. He drops the niece off, and he goes, she, "She's." He's like, "I hope it's okay that I just left this little girl with you." And then he drives off, and you're like, eh, "This is kind of that's kind of shitty." I, you're a woman. You want kids around for the weekend, right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then uh, William Hurt like climbs up, I think, on, onto her uh, balcony, on, onto her balcony, and I think he's like shirtless too, or something. Uh, he actually uses his dick to climb the house, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, and she starts giving, and she starts giving him a BJ. Uh, it would at one point she goes, "You're so wet, so salty." Okay. Yeah, yeah. She looks at him and says, "You're All so right. salty." And then she starts blowing him, and then the girl, and then the girl, girl walks in on it. The little girl uh, sees a lot of a lot of stuff she's not old enough to to understand. <laughs> yes, and then and this this scene ends up coming back. Um, <laughs> this ends up coming Later back. On. Do you have the lines? Do you have the lines? I do Danson have the line says? that Ted Danson says about it <laughs> because because he's he, he's describing this and 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 then I, I don't think Ted Danson knows that it was William Hurt. William Hurt does, and he's so he's like the little no, girl saw the woman uh, getting a blow, you know, getting a blowjob from some mystery guy, and then he's like, "Didn't she know what he looked like?" And she's and she's like, "Yes, she got a really good look," and he's like, "Oh shit." And then he goes, well, he said, she said, he said he looks about seven or eight inches long, was shiny and very, very bald. <laughs> and then William Hart starts laughing. And then he goes, too. oh, poor girl. He's like, oh, and he boy. Goes, she's never seen one angry before. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good God. Uh, this is some of the gross conversations these guys are having yeah. at this diner. Um, and that's how we learned that William Hurt apparently has a very big dick. Uh, so then, like... A big-ish. So, a big hairless, so they, dick. They, big they, hairless dick. Well, you know. <laughs> so they set up this whole plot to kill uh, Richard Creno, where he's going to... Uh, this arsonist that uh, William Hurt had gotten out of jail. Mickey uh, Rourke. Mickey Rourke. A young Mickey Rourke. I love. I fucking. He's, he's great. great. He's great. Mickey in his, Rourke like, is, in, is introduced, lip syncing along to Bob Seger's "Feel Like yeah. a Number." Mickey Rourke it's is awesome. like this. I mean, this young Mickey Rourke. Like when he was, he was fuck. You can tell why this guy was such a huge star he's right hot. out of the gate. He's yeah. fucking. He's Brandoy. He's got these Brandoy mannerisms. He's doing a lot of facial. He's like touching his face and like. He's great. The naturalistic yeah. type stuff. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'll do whatever you want. He's got a higher pitched voice because <laughs> he hasn't become a fucking homunculus. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, now. you know, you spend 15 years getting it, your face. Pounded in by boxers and then yeah. fix it with bad plastic surgery. Turned his mind into mush. Yeah. Uh, so he he's gonna have set, he's gonna he's get gonna, him to build a bomb, make a bomb, and they're gonna make it look like Richard Creno was gonna blow up that was burning down this place because he's got the the property. Or he's trying to get the property yeah, for his they're development. Gonna, they're gonna he's try gonna to make it look, look like, like he blew up, blew himself up while he yeah, was trying being to, an arson. He was trying to do a bust out. On his to get the insurance uh, yeah. on his own on his own developments and then died and then died the doing that yeah. uh, and then of course it doesn't quite work out because of details they forgot to put some glasses there or something or did they forget they yes. didn't actually well they, William Hurt didn't know and then she forgot quote unquote except then basically it becomes clear at this point that she's probably setting him up right because yeah. then there's a whole bunch of money that's gonna come and then it's like but then it's tied up in the niece and she has this whole plan to like rewrite his will at the last minute and William, then, William well, Hurt's like she, you should she absolutely did it. not do and that. signed his name to it. Well, anyway. she t- she comes to him and yeah. says we should do this, and he's like, I don't no. think that's a good idea. We are going to kill this guy. No, we can't make it look like, like in no uncertain terms. Do not do this because the, they will know that we did it if you do this. It's the and smartest. She's like, well, they'll know that somebody did it. Yeah, because because he still thinks they're on the same side. But it's right. only it's the only time that he like acts like an actual smart person is right. that point where he goes he goes like he's like, look, I'm very horny for you and everything, but uh, no, we can't do this because that would be dumb and it would implicate us in the murder of this guy or whatever. Which 
which is bad. And she's like, she's like, oh, okay. And then she fucking does it anyway. His signature on this thing because she's so, not on his side. No, it turns she, out he is part of. And he, he and this, is part this of all, plan. This all kind of dawns on him at the this hearing. He yeah. gets called into this like meeting with with uh, Richard Crenna's attorney or state's attorney. Dancing and, in the dark is there, and yeah. his and his uh, Richard Crenna's sister. Yeah, and where it turns out that the will has been altered, and the sister's been cut out of the will, and Kathleen Turner's getting all the money, except yes, he did so. He like added some kind of shady clause to it that invalidates the will. Well, it's like it's because of yeah, it has something. To, there's some legal shit where it has because of the way that the will was worded, or the way that the will was in that it, that it like invalidates everything. That like now it doesn't work, and it's like and she and now Kathleen Turner she, gets all goes, the money. Goes well, you know what happened? You know what that means, right? Under yeah. Florida, goes, under Florida under law. Florida law. She's like, such what? As, such what, as what does is. it mean? What? Florida doesn't have many what? laws. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the only law they have. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means that the spouse gets everything. Really? Oh, oh I had no idea. Goodness gracious. Oh, and she acts surprised. She acts all surprised. And at this like, point, what am I going to do? At this point, Danson is also... He's like, pretty he's, sure. He's pretty on to hurt, although you, he's constantly across the room looking at him going like, this guy did something. He, he's slowly realizing... He's his he friend, knows that but... she's dirty, but he's slowly realizing that William Hurt is like more and more and But he more. has no proof, so he doesn't yes. want to... He doesn't just come out and say it, but he know, you can tell he's but like... He, and he does approach William did. Hurt, and he's like, you better stay away from this broad. You yeah. know, she's no, she's no good, and so does the cop. Because then... Cause William then, Hurt basically goes, no! No! Well, because then they start, <laughs> they start fucking again, but it's, but it's like out in the open, and it's like... They, right. Everybody knows he's a horn dog, and so they're like, oh, he's going to go have sex with that lady... But like, so it seems like it's okay. But they, you know, he's pretend they're pretending that they just met, like then, essentially. Like, oh, yeah. we're starting our affair now. Not that they'd been fucking for the whole rest of the movie. And then Mickey Rourke gets arrested. Yeah, uh, for doing some other. What did he get arrested for? God, well, he, he's, he's an arsonist. Dude's right. burning, burning, burning shit down. Something yeah. like that. But he gets arrested and he, and he calls William Hurt in. This is a great scene too. This is a really it's good so scene. Good. They call him Hurt in and talk to to Mickey Rourke, and he thinks that Mickey Rourke wants him to be his lawyer. He's like, no, 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 I already got another lawyer. This other guy, you heard of this guy? Yeah, he's pretty good. And then uh, Mickey, Mickey Rourke, Rourke owes like, him, so he's kind he of like him. looking he's out, trying for him. to look out for him because he got Mickey Rourke out of a bad charge once, yeah. and he's like, you know, they, I got, I made two of those things. Yeah. She, there's a second one. She's got another she, bomb. She came and told she me to make yeah, another one. She told me to make another one. Said that you wanted it, right? And and he's like, he goes, he goes, she set it up. She she had me set it up so that when a door opens, it's gonna blow. So he's pretty sure that she's gonna try to kill him this in is, the boathouse. This is the exact moment because he's house. been he's, like things have been slowly dawning yeah. on him, and this is the moment where he's like, "Oh fuck, yeah, this is really bad for me." So yeah. she's like, and she calls him and goes, "Oh, those glasses that we need for the evidence, they're, they're in, in the, the boathouse." Boat and he goes over. It's so great. He goes over there, looks in the boathouse. He sees a little wire going to, and you're like, "Oh fuck, she's gonna blow him up." But then they have a confrontation. Yep. And she goes into the boathouse instead. He sends her. He like, goes. He goes. Why don't you go get the glasses? And she like store. She's like, fine. I'll go get them. And well, she never. She ne- like a like a classic true sociopath. She ne- like there's like mo- nope. moments in a lot of these other movies that we watched where they snap and they're like, now here's the real crazy me and uh, all that other stuff <laughs> yeah, was yeah, artifice. Yeah. But like she never does. She's like, I love you. I love you. And uh, you really don't trust me after uh, everything well, that we've fine, been through. Fine. I'm gonna go. And he's like, and he's like, yeah. Well, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, I really, I've got you. And she's like, fine. Then I will go open the door. And and it's in the darkness, yeah. and it's this really great shot where she's like in the, it's like a, 
way she's off in the, off in the distance stuff, but yeah. she's totally lit and there's you can't see anything else it's all blackness surrounding her and then she walks off and disappears and then and you see an explosion oh, go off yeah yeah it's and great. uh and this is all of course part of her plan because yep. she's a super genius so then when they when they uncover the body sure enough it's uh i can't remember the character her character's name but it's the the body's identified through dental records as that person as kathleen turner uh mm-hmm. william hurt is in prison uh, yeah, and there's an has- earlier shot actually that uh, uh, when I was watching my girlfriend that she points out where he's getting someone else out of jail and there's like they slam the the like the prison cell gate cell behind him and he goes oh he kind of jumps and looks around and she's like oh well that's, <laughs> that's where he, that's where he's ending up at the end of the movie <laughs> and sure enough then it has this great shot overhead, the overhead shot of shot. him like in it's a cool in shot. jail and it goes pushes down onto his face he wakes up he goes she's alive but it's she's just alive. sort of like what Matt said it's sort of like you almost have to be in the wavelength of the movie you're watching it and going like okay well this guy's going like as soon as he's in that jail and he's scared of the bars slamming yeah. when he's not done anything wrong you're like well this guy this guy is going to jail at yeah. the end of this movie so so she blew, but the whole plot was that uh, the lady who you met earlier for one second that he said, "Hey, lady, want to fuck?" Uh, she was the re- she was the actual. She's the body. She's the body, but that she was actually that. Kathleen Turner Kathleen assumed Turner her identity assumed many her many Kathleen years Turner's ago. Turner's name is yeah. actually Marianne. Yes, yeah, and, they, and the 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 lady actually they haven't known each other for I mean they met many years ago, but yeah. Kathleen Turner stole her identity, and that lady just showed up and was mm-hmm. blackmailing Kathleen Turner. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so... Kathleen Turner killed two birds with one stone here. Yeah. Pretty amazing And plan. William Hurt's got it, and he's in prison, and he's like, he explained, the cop the cop from earlier comes yeah. and visits him in prison, and he's like, and he explains the whole thing to her, and he's kind of like, it's kind of, he's almost he's, just, he's, he's like, fuck, he's, man. I really love this lady. She, I mean, that's a hell of a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he explains the whole plan, and the guy's like, fuck, and you're like, I know, right? He's like, you're really fucked, and he's like, oh... <laughs> Sure so enough. Awesome. Yeah, and but I mean, it, he's, it, he knows. I mean, he's in yeah. jail. He's like, I'm. This is it for me. And then, it, and then, it, and yeah, and that's it for him. And then it cuts to uh, Kathleen Turner sitting, sitting, on, a sitting beach, on a beach, earning twenty percent. And this won't be what yeah. we said, when we oh. bought, which is what you gotta say. Uh, but like, it's great because like, she's on in some tropical location, yep. so she's next to some Europe, European. I don't think he's some she, playboy, just some guy sitting Whoever. next to her. Yeah. And he goes, "It is hot," and she goes, "Yes." Yeah. And that's the end. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. She wins. Yeah, she totally wins. I love the. And you, don't, you never really hate her either. I no, just because no. Kathleen, I can't hate her. He's such a dickhead. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, this is awesome, good. And Kathleen Turner is so good in it. It always uh, bummed me out in Double Indemnity that they have to die together. And I was like, I want, I want Barbara Stanwyck to take this idiot for everything he's worth. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, her, her, it's a great plan, well executed. It's yeah. satisfying to see it done. It did that's involve the thing. killing a guy. Like that's the fun part in this movie is not the like what's going to happen to Ned because I don't give a fuck what happens to no. Ned. No, I don't it's think it's watching. I don't think you're supposed it's to. It's watching her win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once the second half of the movie kicks in, that's when I start well, to get interested. And I think that like the the movie's pretty well played too, because you kind of don't. I mean, at the end, you don't know. Like you know, you know that she's setting him up, but you also don't know. Kind of, you're like, okay, so maybe she. You know, when she blows up, you're like, maybe she really did blow up. Kind of, right. you're like, there's a little part of you that's like, oh shit. And then when he kind of goes like, I figured out what I happened. feel like you it's go, just clear, okay. like because of the two bombs, because yeah, yeah. of all the setup stuff. Like, yeah, she's a. I just mean, fatale. Kathleen she's Turner's playing it. playing it so well. Sure. In that scene, like Travis said, where she's like, I love you, I love you. Well, love as far you. as Ned's concerned, she acted <laughs> she, the shit out of it. For all we know, she might actually love him too. Oh, I, mean, I think we, at we the end, know. there's a little bit of like, it's too bad I had to. She says something. Poor bastard. Something to the effect of to him, like, no matter what happens, you need to know. And, I, and I, I swear to God, I do love you. Yeah, and maybe maybe it's true. There might be a little bit of there might be something real in there. I think it's implied that he's quite good at sex. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean that's important. 
So it's implied in the very first scene that he's good at sex. That's kind of because that, that lady in the first scene is like, we just had sex and you're not going to have just have sex with me again. You're just going to look out the window. Fine, I'll go back to work. And then he turns around and is like, well, I'm going right. to have sex with you again. And she's like, wee! It's like the, the Goodfellas blowjob. I'll call job. in sick. Oh, all right. Um, there, there's just a couple things that I that I wanted to point out. This is, uh, there's, she's constantly talking about, I'm bad, I know I'm bad. And this is, this is what the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah. is drawing from with her classic line. I'm not bad. I'm just, just drawn, drawn that way. way. Yeah. That whole character, Jessica Rabbit, is essentially based on her character from Body Heat. Mm-hmm. They don't play patty cake in this movie. It's disappointing. Man, that would be fucking patty hot. Patty cake. cake. Too sexy. Patty cake. She's, un- she's, all- she's uncredited as Jessica Rabbit, too. Is she uncredited? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I need to watch I mean, that everybody again. knows it's her now, but at the time it was like, who's, who's Jessica Maybe Rabbit? we could figure out a way to do Who Framed Roger Rabbit on this podcast. That'd be oh, fucking I, cool. I don't see why I don't not. see why we couldn't. It's a great movie. We'll get to that. Suspense in it. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Cartoon favorites. suspense movies yeah. put Cool World in there. Oh, oh fuck, fuck you! <laughs> Maybe. Yikes. All, right. Uh, All right. There's also there's also another scene in it, and I just remember that I just remember this uh, from when I took this film class when I was like a sophomore in high school, and uh, the teacher put together a compilation of uh, the cinematic like visual metaphors to explain how that works. It's like a hot dog and, coming off a conveyor belt, a yeah. train going into a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, but it, she, she included the scene where William Hurt sees a clown driving a car down the street because it's like, and she's like, you see, because he's a clown. Oh! <laughs> And it, yeah, that, I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. Some of the birds. Yeah, it must be. He, sees, other, he sees this clown and has this expression like, I'm right. pretty sure that's me. Because otherwise that makes no sense in this kind of movie. When we get to the hot spot, there's a bunch of stuff where Dennis Hopper puts weird things in because he is uh, on Stoned. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then just one last thing. I'll just fold this into the quotes portion. Um but this is this is the scene that, that, that when I first saw it. There's the scene where she drags him around by his dick that people go like, "My Jesus Christ!" <laughs> but this is the scene that that I was like, "Good Lord, movie!" Where uh, where the it's it's a, this uh, tight close up of her face and she's got her face down in a in the pillow. So there's it's implied that there's a, a doggy style Some kind position of boning going on, sex happening, and she's and she looks like she's kind of in pain. And then she, and he's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" You hear his voice in the back. "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And she's like, "Don't stop! Don't stop!" And then it, and then you're like, "Okay." And then it cuts to them in the to them in the bathtub afterwards, and and he goes, uh, and he goes, yeah, I know. oh, I'm so sore. And she goes, you're sore. You've got some nerve. <laughs> they were, it was butt stuff. It, and was, it was butt stuff. Body heat. And they were doing body heat. Also, everybody. they've been doing it so so much that his dick is fucking he raw. Said, yeah, he's he like says, look at it. He says, look at it. It's about to fall off. Yeah. <laughs> she would definitely leave him if that happened. God, this Jeez. movie is sexy. It's it's, it's pretty <laughs> yeah, fucking oh, it's, graphic. It's very it's very graphic. Uh, That's I all. do love this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I think uh, I think we'll I think body heat man anything else before we get to ratings i don't think so i think it's definitely lawrence kasdan's best movie yeah oh, sure his yeah yeah Dreamcatcher, sure. right after <laughs> this <laughs> Dreamcatcher is terrible but it's fun as hell i do like silverado a lot i don't know last time y'all watched silverado it's fun you know every time i try to watch that one i'm like i'm really gonna sit there and enjoy this yeah, this time and don't. i can never get through it i think it's it's like it starts better than it than it it's, goes it's a little cute yeah, I like, I like the beginning with the Kevin Klein losing all his clothes and yeah. shit. That's I think that's I love fun. the cast. I think by the end it's kind of like so it's about a land dispute or it's something. It's about twenty it's, minutes too long, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, <whoa. laughs> oh boy, it's got both Kevins in it though. Yes, Kevin's got Kevin's Costner and Klein. Wow, no, yeah. no bacon. No, no bacon. Not that. Not at that point. Not at that, that was, point. That was pre-bacon. No. He's, 
Free bacon. No, yeah. Kevin Bacon was an animal house, man. Fuck that. That's true. He's and Friday the 13th. Fuck that. <laughs> anyway, anyways, good, good points all around. Uh, all right, I'm giving this ratings. three and a half Judds. Okay, solid. I'm giving it four Douglases. Yeah. For the butt stuff, mostly. It's, it's no. sleazy uh, as it's, shit. It's very, it's very, you know, steamy, as we say. Yeah. It's, it's an erotic thriller. Uh, and I'm giving it 10 out of 10 dancing Ted Dansons. Uh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm giving it fucking I'm giving it four and a half fucking juds. Mm-hmm. I, I I I saw this movie seven or eight months ago, and when we when you said the, this list again, I, I was kind of like, oh man, another movie that I got just got to watch again. Like you know, just saw it recently, <laughs> and I was watching it again, and I and I really and I really liked it even more. That's, I was like, this movie's fucking rules. That's great. I think I think I might actually end up buying it on Blu-rays. I just really like it. It'll look real hot it's, on it, Blu-ray. It's entertaining as hell. It's sexy. Great. So yeah. fucking. I like all the Not only does it turn on my dad, it turns on Travis too. <laughs> now, now every time you watch Put that this, on the fucking pull quote on the Blu-ray. Now, now whenever you uh, watch this movie or think about it, you're going to think you about Travis and your and dad. my dad just like <laughs> sitting the couch together, beating off. You know what? Uh, seven just, or eight inches, shiny and bald. That's right. He's like six one and bald. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. Oh, uh, uh, so uh, I'm going to give it. Um, I'm giving it. It's obviously a four Douglas movie. It's not quite as kind of gross or sleazy enough to push it up to that five, but it's absolutely four. It's se- lots and lots of sex in it. Mm-hmm. There's butt stuff for crying out loud. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it. How many was it? Fifty-seven wind chimes. Hmm. <laughs> a shocking amount of wind chimes for one person to have. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm going. I'm going four. Four and a half. To, uh, Judds. Nice. Yeah, I think it's. I agree. I think it's. I think it's. This is like kind of one of the perfect one of these where it's just like, it's obviously you know set up like you know you know what you're getting from this, but you know it does it perfectly. And I'm I'm gonna go. I'm going four and a half Douglases nice. too because I think this movie is just fucking dirty. It's pretty and, dirty. I mean, you know, it's just like it's, this is when we started doing this. I was like, we're gonna do body heat at some point. You know, it's not quite gross like. Something like Basic Instinct or Body of Evidence or something where you're like, yeesh, gross. I mean, she fucked that guy to death in Body of Evidence. <laughs> but Can't it's, stop bringing this up. But it's pretty. But it's pretty steamy. It's, it's pretty. The, it's the sort of movie that you're supposed to that you're supposed to bring. Uh, like like a lot of those these movies, it's kind of hard to imagine bringing like a, a date to or, or your <laughs> yeah. wife to. Like you're gonna take your wife to Basic Instinct and shit like that. That's that movie's almost more for dudes. Any woman I, I would marry. Like, would want to go see well, Basic sure. Instinct. Yeah. But like uh but Body Heat is like a sexy date movie, <clears throat> yeah. you know, for, yeah. for couples and married couples to feel sexy about yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's so it's, it's you go home and man, tell your you're, uh, you're fucking ruining this movie. You go home, right? you go home and tell your young son how sexy this <laughs> movie was sexy. that he can never watch it. <laughs> it's too sexy for you. You can't even watch it when you're an adult. <laughs> you won't be able you'll to handle never, the sexiness. You'll never be adult enough. Oh, to handle this and you movie. know, my father told me young. that when he was younger than I am now. <laughs> wow. So great. Right now, he's the younger man, and uh, <laughs> I watch the next man. And I'm gonna what? give it. Uh, it's Connery, I know. Come on, I'm gonna give it. Uh, one out of one, almost falling off dicks. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> rubbed raw. Oof, yeesh. All right, All right, that's body heat. Body heat, everybody. Next, I'm getting, I'm getting feeling kind of sweaty now. Yeah, it's getting oh. hot in here. Well, we can all have a nice nap while we discuss this next <laughs> movie. Welcome to a vision of life as only America's most controversial director, Dennis Hopper, could show it. What the hell is the matter with you, Maddox? 
You got a grudge against the world or something? Nope. I'm a car salesman. So what you gonna do in our town? Whatever there is to do. There are only two things to do around here. Have you got a TV? Yeah, Mr. Harshaw, he always said that she just sort of happened. Well, the smart thing would have been get the hell out of there and let her happen to somebody else. The hot spot. I like this next one, but it's not as good. It's it's the it, it's the middle child of these two movies. Yeah, it's, it's not as good as the other ones. I liked it. Yeah, it's the middle child, but it's also the child whose fault. The divorce was this one's fault. <laughs> Here here's the, here's the thing. Like just right off the bat, let me say I did I did like this movie, but it has it has one irreparable. Well, it's not irreparable, but like it's it's one problem that I can't get past. Okay, it is. Two hours and ten minutes. Oh long. my god! It's it excruciatingly not, long. Not be two hours There's and like ten minutes. There's like eighty-five long. minutes of movie in here. Yes, and it is endless. There's no no fucking excuse for this movie being two hours and ten. Like when when I started watching it, um, uh, I was kind of like, yeah, okay, sure, you know, this uh, the premise is solid enough. And then I paused it to see how much time there was left, and it, it said like two ten hours. And I think I said out loud, like, fuck you, <laughs> come on. <laughs> What are it's, we doing? Uh, it's definitely a tough sit, man. And there's not enough story going on in here. And I also think this movie has like a worse version of the problem that I had with Body Heat, where it's like, I don't fucking care what this guy is doing. What does he even want? He, so he, did he come to town to get a job as a car dealer? That's one of the weirder. I mean, he, he seems like he he's he's one aimless drifter, and he comes right. to this town, and he's like, I think he's, I think it's implied that he's maybe hiding out from some other shit that he got sure, into. Sure, maybe he's probably like a criminal type guy that's he, the best he way to, a bank that's the best way to hide out by the way is to go someplace and get a job yeah <laughs> gotta gotta sustain himself his his plan or whatever his motivations are very weird um everyone's motivations are weird in this movie and it's not that well yeah i through. mean there's that there's there's the inexplicable idea that jennifer Connolly would fall in love with him and then there's john johnson then i guess i, I mean sure considered i mean quite quite sexy and you look i'll buy that and i'll also buy that he's clearly the most attractive man in this ridiculous garbage town that they've wandered yeah, part, into yeah but and then there's virginia madsen who's like the femme fatale in this movie who for some reason wants to ruin don johnson's <laughs> life and like and then marry him her, motiva- her motivation is just to marry this guy yeah i mean there's no like money at the end of it she just wants to marry this none guy. of it makes any fucking it's sense bananas so she gets all that money from the dead guy right but like for her whole her whole yeah, end for, game is to trouble, marry is to but marry, she's don, to marry johnson. don johnson to force don johnson to marry did her. you guys talk about uh, sorry i was in the bathroom everyone did you guys talk about the uh how the 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 best case scenario guy anybody can end up with in this town is uh charles martin smith he's the he's the only <laughs> he's the guy nice he's one. the only guy who well you you all you know about him is that he's not a terrible person right. everybody every other dude in this town is awful william sadler human. william sadler Wait, no I there's there's love. the blind black guy he seems nice sure okay yeah so you so hey yeah. you got your choice here jennifer Connolly, the only other woman in town that's not a stripper uh <laughs> or with the, or that has a name uh you can have the blind black guy who i guess lives at the bank or <laughs> he's also or very Char- he's also very old he's very observant or, very too. Old, or charles martin smith who uh isn't the best car salesman, but also hasn't given any outward signs of being a, being a, a seems, rapist seems or murderer. Seems to be a decent minister. enough chap. Or like a creep who takes photos of young girls uh, yeah. naked swimming at the... Uh, I mean, I feel like we've, without even meaning to, we've described the entire plot of this movie, which is Don Johnson... It's not much. ...rolls into this town. It's U-turn. It's an early U-turn. It's U-turn, U-turn. except U-turn is good. 
Oof. Oh God, we're gonna really disagree about that one. Yeah, I can't wait to get to U-turn. Man. It's like U-turn, except, we gonna except do it's, it's like longer, probably, but it's like way less irritating. <laughs> we're I'm, we we're gonna, gonna say do this, U-turn, look, aren't we? Well, we can we can do it real quick right now, which is to say that good or bad, U-turn has ostensibly the same plot as this movie, but is shorter, more exciting. Visually more stylized, has a way better cast, and shit actually happens in it. Yeah, yeah. It's got Nick Nolte fucking and it's Jennifer funny. Lopez. Yeah. It's funny. Let's not get to uh, let's not get too deep into U-turn because we're gonna do U-turn now, guys. I U-turn and Who Framed this Roger podcast Rabbit took a, took a turn, a U-turn just oh, now into oh. Oliver Stone territory. Anyway, oh, is yeah. it possible to do an Oliver Stone episode? Are there three mm, Oliver Stone? No, movies I don't that know. We'll probably figure it out. Maybe we'll see. Anyway, the uh, yeah, I I like this movie. I'm I'm like I like this sort of. Uh, Neo noir. These '90s neo noirs are like kind of my one of my favorite genres. We're gonna get to a better movie with Dennis Hopper in it uh, later. Red Rock West, which is one of my which favorite. Is, which is again like 85 minutes long. No, man. no, no. I know. I'm not saying this movie. I'm not saying I'm, that's a big. That's the only. That's the major problem I have with this movie. I think it would be if it was 85, 90, 95 minutes long. This movie would be a be lot fun. better. Yeah, it'd be fun. You'd be like, wow, okay, that's over. But by the end, you're kind of like you're a little worn out. Ooh. There's plenty of fun <laughs> stuff in this movie, but it's aimless and formless. And an aimless, yeah. formless movie that that is two two hours and ten minutes becomes very strange. It is a Dennis Hopper movie, so aimless and formless is his like and, and movie. And Ian Purvey. Uh, I, and I actually like Virginia Manson uh, oh, a lot. She's so, in this. A lot of fun. She's like fucking chewing scenery, hardcore. She, in Virginia. This. So okay. So Don Johnson. Everybody. everybody drift, it's it's he, got a great cast, by the way. Don I Johnson's think, a drifter but, with a mystery, a charming yeah. drifter with a mystery. He, po- he pops into this town in uh, Texas. Texas. And uh, and it's the immediately fakes his way into being a car salesman. Yes, yep. well, he immediately sells a car to a guy. Yeah. So. Immediately has a uh, has a job with a boss that doesn't like him. Yeah, because right. like the car, he's he's like, I'm gonna start selling cars for this guy before he even meets me. And then and he so, goes, I just so sold gets, the car. He goes, well, You know, you didn't. You don't work here, and he's like, "Well, I sold he's this like, car. I work here now. Fuck you." <laughs> so he like gets this job and is immediately like rude to his boss all the time too. And his boss is married to Virginia Madsen, and she is she is the femme fatale, uh-huh. and she is crazy as all hell, and and really and fun, fun, <laughs> really fun character. Like she shows up, she pulls up in a, in like a a fucking pink Cadillac, pink Cadillac, and she's just and she's like talking. She's like, "Ha!" Ah, she's spreading her legs and just yeah, like, she's playing with her skirt and like pulling it up and stuff like that. She's like. <laughs> We're going to be real good friends. I mean, it's almost as if she's like, oh, I heard there's a new man in town. Perhaps I could rope him into my evil schemes. <laughs> yeah, she's she's one of those like, classic ladies who's super horny, and then she ends up like taking Don Johnson to her house, and then they start making out, and she's like, get out of here. How dare you get the idea that I wanted your body on my body. Please put your body on my body. Get out of here. And yeah. She's just nuts, and it's really, and she's having a great time with it. She's really Meanwhile, fun. he's becoming obsessed with local 19-year-old Jennifer She is Connelly. 19. Yeah. Fact that's, is in. That's not, that's not weird. Yeah, he's thirty six. <laughs> for and some reason, we know these people's specific this, ages. He's talking so about it. This plot, thing. the plot of this, uh, the the movie wants you to actually uh, th- think that like he should end up with Jennifer Connelly yeah. too. The the movie believes like this. Uh, 
at the end, like, that's too bad he didn't. Yeah, it's too bad he didn't. And it's and really too bad for her because she like, really loved him, you're too. You're like, I feel bad for her because she seems like a nice seems person like she's who's a, surrounded well, well, by here's terrible the, people. Here's the thing. This is the movie where everything is as it seems. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, Virginia Madsen shows up and she's like, I seem like I'm bad news. And she is. And Jennifer yep. Connelly's like, I'm a nice lady. And indeed she is. She's like, I'm a nice lady who's been put in a bad position by a terrible people. She sure and is. That's, the whole, that's, her, that's her story. Dave Burbank. And William. then, uh, and then Williams uh, Sadler, Sadler, William Sadler is like, I'm a creepy creep, and he's a creepy creep. Yeah, it's like there's this old coop down by the river who took nudie photos of me, and that's exactly what he I'm is. A creepy creep is going to be a problem down the line. Yeah, sure enough. Don Johnson. Meanwhile, Don Johnson is like uh, trying to. He's like, do what is he's he got both. To do? He's got both of these. But what he's got both he of these ladies. He's got the femme fatale and the non femme fatale. And then also he's like, I figured out a way to rob the bank. <laughs> and so he just in the middle of the movie randomly robs robs the bank. Robs the bank. Great scene though. It is, like it is. It is a great scene, but it's also weird because there's. It's like I'm. I'm watching it, and Molly goes, "Wait, did he start the fire to rob the bank?" Uh-huh. And I had to rewind it and be like, "Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, because he saw another fire happen that he wasn't right. responsible and for, and he saw that all the bank people firemen. runs out to see the fire, right. and so he stages another fire. Yeah. But the way it's cut into the movie, Not it's a bad just plan. like it's just. Oh, there's another fire, and then you slowly realize this is what's going on. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, and so like you know, like everyone leaves the bank to see the fire, and then he he tricks the bank to who's the guy who works at the bank? Uh, it's uh, Jack Nance. Jack Nance it is Jack yeah. Nance uh, yeah. from yeah, Eraserhead. I mean, he, yeah, he gets a great cast because it's Hopper, and he can like pull out. He go, he's like just calling in favors or going like, hey, everybody, come be in my movie. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, okay, Dennis Hopper, sure. He wraps Jack Nance in the carpet you. and throws him off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he like wraps no, him he, up in a rug and ties him up. And, and, and as soon as he and he puts the rug around Jack Nance, he's like, i tell you the code of the safe. It's 14, 32, 26. It's, I'm just dropping out. It's the, this this is why I like job. this movie is because like the plot is whatever. It's too damn long. But like I like all the like weird little, everybody in it's it got acts, fun stuff in everybody it. in it acts very strange and like, uh, scenes isolated from other scenes the worst part is actually his whole romance with jennifer Connolly, who is very boring in this movie eh. i mean i think all the funny stuff all the little weird idiosyncrasies like normally that would go a long way in a movie like this yeah. but the movie is again so long <laughs> and, and also it feels like it feels like hopper's frankly disinterested in anything else like, yeah. it seems like he stages entire scenes around, like, I'm going to make Jack Nance say something crazy, or like, hey, this seduction scene where Virginia Madsen is going to get it on with the protagonist of my movie, but wait a minute, I don't care about that. Look at the weird stuff bears in the background. It's a, yeah, She has a garish decorations in her... She's got, uh, a, she's got she's, polar bear while like she's pointing, Well, she points a gun at him and then gives him a blowjob. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it seems, it's not that the stuff isn't funny, it's that it seems like that's the only reason anything is going on here. Yeah, and I mean, that goes quite a ways for me. It's pretty indulgent. But Vir- Virginia uh, Manson yeah. is also a multitasker because she's <laughs> twice on two occasions t- makes a phone call while shaving her legs. That's she's true. she's true. shaving her legs more than once may i talk to don johnson please and she's like halfway through shaving her legs like you couldn't wait to finish shaving your legs to make this call she's just so busy all the time i guess languishing she's, around and well she's gotta schemes. she's gotta manipulate literally she's, everyone she's in town scheming. uh i do like both of the scenes where he goes to uh william sadler's shack and like fights him and then kills him and stuff i do i like that a lot i don't know i like a lot of the settings the in here shit out, or, wait what, they have a big fight william sadler yeah, they, have a, they have a big fight he beats the shit, out, the of shit out of him and then, then and he then goes, later back goes back and, and, and fucking kills him. kills him. 
Because at that time, it's because uh, he's basically one of those guys who's like, "I'm gonna put myself in a position yeah. where you have to kill me. <laughs> it's my plan." You're like, "Not a good plan." And it's set up that he's he took pictures of uh, of Jennifer Connelly and her sister, who I think it's implied they had like herself. a uh, maybe a, had like an inc- some sort of an incestuous relationship. Uh, the or, sister had a relationship with with the, another woman. With another woman. Okay. And then, so and so he threat- he took he's pictures and he's like, "Ah, oh, you guys are yeah. gonna be." He took pictures of them swimming naked at this. Uh, oh, that is really, really fucking scandalous. And that's when, yeah. Hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm going to release these nude pictures of you and your very beautiful body. <laughs> and then that'll show you. And, and no guess. one in town will hire you to be their secretary. So and she's having to you pay have to him leave like, this godforsaken town and have a better life. Yeah, it seems like that's should, Yeah, that's, that's the should, thing. Why doesn't she just leave? Just leave. I, I don't remember. Don Johnson, why don't they yeah. just John leave Johnson together? John Johnson constantly be leaving this whole... Well, like, especially if he's got the money. Yeah. yeah. Then he goes and buries the money. He's like, I'm going to stick around and see how this Virginia Madsen thing pans out. Uh-huh. No he's, sticking, no, he's sticking around to see how the Jennifer Connelly thing pans out. Yeah, take her and go. <laughs> Just take her and go. <laughs> and he's and he's literally the only suspect in the entire movie. The cops are like, "You did it. You did it. We know you did it. We know you did it. We just don't have exact proof you did it, but we know you did it." And then he like frames up uh, William Sadler when he kills him to do it, and they're like, oh, "I guess we were wrong. You didn't do it." Yeah, anyway, now you get a big huge reward for uh, for finding the money, and you're like, "Oh, well, so you guys, he was your only suspect until like you went, well, we found this money at this guy's house, so it must have well, been there, him." And there are only four guys in town. And- <laughs> Well, it wasn't Charles Martin Smith who could right. do. He seems he like do he no can't wrong. do anything. Yeah. We can't even fucking sell a car. The sheriff, by the way, is very fun. It's uh, Barry Corbin. Barry Corbin, Barry Corbin, yeah. Corbin. From, uh, no Country for Old Men. Northern, Northern Exposure. Uh, I brew a pot. I brew a fresh pot of coffee once a week. That is another himself. dead-on impression from Travis Boat. Is Barry Corbin? You guys didn't know he could do it, but look it up. It's a, it's a rock solid Barry Corbin. It's like Barry Corbin's everybody. right here. Cat Ain't all waiting on you. That's vanity. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's, that's <laughs> Barry solid. Corbin. Uh, yeah, he's he's a lot of fun. Um, and then meanwhile, like the whole the whole way through, uh, it, um, Virginia Manson is tricking Don Johnson into having sex with her. <laughs> and, at, and at one point, she just shows up in a ca- in a in a car on the used car lot that he works yeah. at, and she's just she's often introduced with her legs spread, mm-hmm. like in a car with like her legs spread, like hello. And then uh, and he makes she makes uh, him eat her eat her out. And afterwards, she goes, "That was more fun than eating cotton candy barefoot." It's the kind of movie where fascinating, people, yeah, kind of movie where people say that the right ha ha with the wrong ho ho. Yeah, and then and, and then at another point, um, he's he, he goes to down to the lake. They call it the pool. Yeah. Um, with uh, Jennifer Connelly, and she's like, "You want to see my birthday cake?" And then she pulls a fairly large cake out of her bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, yeah. it's a weird fucking again. Movie. That's like the kind of thing. That's like Hopper is like, I know what we're gonna do. We're going to get this birthday cake joke. It's going to be great. But the scene's going to be four minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> just cut cut it, man. Yeah. What are you doing? At least Hopper's not in it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do I do love me some Dennis Hopper. Like I said, uh, one of my favorite performances is in Red Rock West, sure. which is a much better version of this kind of movie, like a bunch of uh, stuff happening in a small desert town, but it's a tight, like, 80 to 90 minutes. Is that John Dahl? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get the John Dahl. But uh, this is Hopper doing his Hopper thing. So, of course, it's... Director it's in, of Chasers. It's indulgent and uh, and is barely interested in the plot <laughs> of the movie that is ostensibly like a like a, a noir where you're supposed to go like, ooh, what's going to happen to this guy? But, like, it's so... I think it's, it's so meandery that you kind of don't care. But I still enjoy the, like... I don't know. I like a lot of it. It's fun. It's quirky I like a lot of it enough uh, that I, I comes, it comes out being like... Oh, so, I heard a thing about this movie, which is that uh, originally it was... Uh, an almost entirely different movie called Hotspot 
that was supposed to be directed by Mike Figgis, mm. who later went on to do like Leaving Las Vegas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then like a few days before they were going to shoot this movie, like cast and crew all assembled, Dennis Hopper's like, I'm taking over this movie and here's this script. It's based on this other book. We're really? still calling it the hot spot, but here we go. I don't know. There, I couldn't figure out how this happened, but... I read this story in multiple places, so I'm pretty sure it's true. Dennis Hopper was on fire at that point. Like, Hopper sneaked this movie out from Mike Figgis somehow and was just like, nope, now it's this. Was this, this would have been after, this would have been like post Blue Velvet and stuff, though. So, I mean, he may have, this may, it may have been true that Hopper had some sort of like ability to do that again. Cause he would have been after colors. He'd been banished from, uh, oh, yeah. So he, because he'd been kind of banished from Hollywood for a while. Yeah. Well, Colors was very controversial and uh, also pretty terrible. The movie about gang violence in L.A. that we all watched for a sex scene. Oh God. I still I have not seen Colors. Oh man, you got to watch Colors. It's it's probably the uh, the least woke movie ever made. Like. (laughs) None of us, none of us are like very. Jesus. None of us are advocates of like like taking a modern political reading and tacking it onto like a twenty five or thirty year old movie. But that said, Colors is about uh, the battle between the Crips and the Bloods that's told entirely from the perspective of the two aggrieved white cops yeah. who just can't take it anymore. Perfect. It's oh, fucking terrible. Nailed, One of them played by it. Sean Penn. Sean right? Penn and Doovy. Doovy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Hotspot, here we are di- talking. A little digression I, for... I, I kind of want to watch it now. We're <laughs> talking about a different movie. That's how, that's, that's kind of the, kind of is how the Hotspot is. You might find yourself wa- drifting away thinking yeah. about other things it's, while it's That on. movie itself is drifting away. It's just <laughs> skipping from one it thing kinda, to another. I kind of wish like uh, that the movie like didn't kind of care at all about the like mystery stuff because yeah. it would be like then it would Pick be a totally side or the it'd other. be kind of a different movie it'd be like okay so now we're just watching this stuff happen but at least you at least we know where we stand right. whereas with the way the movie is it's kind of like wants it kind of wants, wants it both ways and you and at the end there's a stupid ending where she like she like frames him and she and Jennifer Connelly is sad like there it's like the happy ending and then all of a sudden Virginia Madsen swoops in and goes actually it's yeah. not good and he did the robbery and you you're a stupid girl and you're gonna owe me money still forever and then Don Johnson has to be with her and they drive off and there's like this stupid ADR I can't <laughs> remember what the dialogue is now but it's terrible ADR where he's like you guess you got what you wanted and she's like, like I always, I always get, what, get I want. what I want and the car drives off and that's End credits like, roll it. and the car's driving away and you're like, are they leaving town? Are they just going for a drive? Does he he has to be married to her now because she has maybe some evidence that no. he robbed a bank, but you don't know doesn't, exactly. Doesn't she wrote seem, a, it still seems like he could just drive away. She like wrote a letter <laughs> and that's supposed to be like right. this yeah. is the uh I feel like he could get away. I, I think he like could he get could out of the situation. And, like, he, and I think Jennifer Connolly could get away with it too. Yeah. Well, you know what she has to you know what she weird. has to do? She just has to leave. Yeah. Because these Go people anywhere. are just these people are just blackmailing her, and she's like been taking cash from this job she has. Instead of just giving them the cash, she should stealing. She's stealing from work anyway, right? Right. Just take that money and, and buy go. a fucking bus ticket to anywhere. Just don't stop at the Bates here. Motel. Just, or <laughs> yeah, just try, try not to. I want to get to anywhere. Uh, just, but, just, just, just you're Jennifer. You look like Jennifer Connelly. You'll do fine. Be fine. <laughs> drive anywhere and and walk into a place and go like, hey, anybody want to give me a job or anything? And they'll be like, yes. And also, like, I think Kev's right that 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 this would be a better movie if it kind of didn't care about the plot because. Then you get like the Dennis Hoppery like shitty knockoff David Lynch movie that this kind of wants to be. It's, it's almost there, yeah. You know, like all the shit that he's focusing on, like the polar bears or you know Jack Nance. It's it totally feels like somebody's making an, a David Lynch knockoff, and it would be pretty effective if, like we keep saying, it was fucking shorter. Yeah. yeah. God Almighty, please. 
Yeah. Well, and I mean, here's the thing: is <laughs> saying that I still like I still like this. It's movie. fun. <laughs> I still like this movie. Just, I was I was damn long. bored out of my mind. <laughs> there is a there is a gr- amazing. There's a, like a lot of sex scene. It's it's pretty sexy. Too. I don't know if sexy, but it's sexual. There's lots of sex scenes in it and nudity and stuff. But there's a really funny scene uh, where um, just this really long extended sort of weird sex ish scene. Where they, where Don Johnson and Virginia Madsen go like skinny dipping first, yeah, and she's constantly going like, "Kiss me and fuck me," and he's like, "I hate you, I hate you so much." She's like, "Oh, do you? Well, have sex with me now, or I'll do this, or okay. I'll do that." And he's like, "Fine," and he, but because he, she is Virginia Madsen, she's pretty good looking, and and then at a certain point she like crawls to the top of some random wood structure that has like this pile of. <laughs> Sawdust or, or like a giant or pile of sawdust on something? the side of it, and then it, like, and then she like jumps off onto the pile of sawdust, comes back up, and then starts making out with him, and then and then he like throws both of them off onto the sawdust yeah. pile, and you're like, well, you don't see that every day. Before she jumps off the first time, though, she's and talking he, about being pregnant, and then she's like, she like goes like, I've gotten rid of him this way before, and she like jumps onto the like sawdust, to, like, and you're like, Jesus Christ, this lady, <laughs> she's kind of almost like the hilarious, the like hilarious version of Kathleen Turner's character from Body Heat. She's like she's like the film noir like like a like a like a goofy version of the film noir like yeah. uh, femme fatale where you're like Kathleen Turner's playing it so like smoldery and Virginia Madsen's like what if she was just like wow I've just, got a, I've got a plan but you wouldn't know it because I'm acting like a crazy person the whole she's like the and, fucking and joker the plan or something is, the plan is to just kill my husband by fucking him to death and then marry John Johnson yeah and make force yeah. Don Johnson to bitterly marry me and spend the rest of his life with me in abject hatred well that's it's, the, it's a that's weird the, plan that's the, the hot spot the thing and all it's like the movie totally fails to be like the Jim Thompson-esque, like, he's trapped yeah, in a hell absolutely. of his own making, which U-Turn does. Whether you think it's successful or not, that movie does that. Yeah, yeah. This movie doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, totally. It's, and like, yeah, reading, if you read any any Jim Thompson books, those are, those are great because they just, like, every one of those books ends with everybody being fucking miserable. I don't know if you've ever read The Getaway oh, or seen either of the movies. The movies, I think, are both not very good. The Peckinpah one is Better than the better, Alec yeah. Baldwin one. I think they're both pretty good, but neither of them gets I don't the think book that, right. But the book has this. The book they both end at the wrong place because yeah. the book ends, and then there's this whole part where the couple who get in the movies like gets away, kind yeah. of, uh, and they're like they're going to still be together. In the book, they they get away, and then there's this whole chapter where they get they crawl through these sewers to get to this almost place die. in Mexico, almost die, and then they fucking hate each other, yeah. and that's the end of the fucking <laughs> that's the end of the fucking book. Yeah. So this what this movie so wants no to slim pickings going. I think you guys are going to be all right. There is there's that y'all are a cute couple there's that and then there's a then, whole extra more thing where they like happens. and by the end they like want to just fucking kill each other but they're stuck together because of this whole all this yeah that's like stuck. that's for, that's, that's missing what, from the virginia madsen character in this too because she never seems desperate or and, like yeah. sick and that's what this movie wants this ending to be i think it wants it to be sort of that ending of the getaway where it's like oh it's happy but also but then like it sticks the knife in but you're kind of like it only stuck the knife in a little and i'm gonna put a band-aid on that and walk away <laughs> yeah it didn't really it, it, it's supposed to <laughs> make you feel like he's trapped forever and you still just knowing everything that all the information that you've been given you're still like i think he could still just leave right you're like well I he's trapped he forever st- but i'm glad this movie's over because i get to go home <laughs> yeah. now just like lock virginia madsen in the bathroom or something go to jennifer Connolly, tell her what happened and then d- d- dig up your money and go to mexico or like you know like, like fine or just, or, like, Denny's. Do the, or just go to another state or do the decent thing and leave 
poor Jennifer Connelly alone because <laughs> just you're kidding. almost 40 and just let her have a life or Again, something Again, it was first. Texas, so most of this stuff was probably, <laughs> probably legal anyways. Yeah, right? Uh, they're all white. They can rob banks in Texas. It's probably yeah, legal. They're white. Yeah. Anyway, that's the hot spot. That's the hot spot. It's the hot spot. We kind of we kind of just muddled I through that, it, sort of like it, the movie does to ooh, itself. I think yeah. we gave a pretty good representation of what the movie was. I feel was. like we did our conversation where we digressed and talked about other movies. That's it's about got it. movies full of digressions. Two um, and a half Judds. Okay. Three Douglases. Hmm. Uh, and uh, one Jennifer Connelly's birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a big one. Pulls it right Jennifer out of Kelly's big birthday big cake. Big old birthday cake. Um, I'm going to give it three Judds. It's because it, the stuff that, that is good about it I think is very good. I laughed a lot watching it. Um, it's I think it is a four Douglas movie. It's mm. filled with... This is the kind of movie that will go into the camera. It'll go into a strip club and then there'll just be <laughs> yeah. a shot of a stripper bending over and the camera will just like <laughs> zoom in and hold for like five seconds. Like, eh? There's like a shot of just a stripper's boobs, just and that's it. Like Dennis Hopper's like, get a shot at those boobs. <laughs> There's only like three women in town that aren't strippers, so yeah. And I don't think those women in the strip club live in that town. They like just drive in. I like there. that part of the beginning of this where he, it's like he first gets into town, he goes into the bar, and Which he asks, strip- "Oh yeah, no, no, no." He goes into the bar that's and he right. asks for a beer, and she's like, "Can't give you a beer till two p.m." You go over <laughs> at strip club over there, they share you whatever you want. And she says, "What the fuck are you even doing that's here?" That's the hot spot. <laughs> that's, that's the, the titular spot. line. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, I, I think it's a. I think yeah. it's a. It's sleazy as hell. There's there's lots of nudity and, and sex and stuff like that. It's got fucking on a wood pile for God's sakes. Um, and then uh, and yeah, I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it one giant fuck wood pile. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go three three juds. I like it. But it's uh, it'd be, it's like between two and a half and three because it's like not very good at being a. Um, mystery thriller of any kind it doesn't do that very well but i do i did enjoy it you know i got like you said it's fun it's funny it's weird the digressions are fun uh i'm gonna give it three and a half three and a half douglas's it's it's pretty it's pretty sleazy but it's not like you know because it's got like not only is it like she's like uh, virginia madsen being like crazy sexy sexual all the time maybe not sexy, crazy, but sexy sexual. sexual the uh, TLC, tlc record yeah, yeah. yeah. it's great <laughs> It's good. Look it up. <laughs> they just re-released a Wikipedia. Wikipedia crazy sexual. It's looked up a twenty uh, 20th anniversary edition. It's on Spotify. <laughs> crazy sexy sexual. It's crazy sexy sexual. I'm the crazy one. She's the sexy one. I'm the central sexual one. Yeah. Uh, but it's also got like William Sadler's character, who is just like a bad, who's just a gross, <laughs> He's a gross really dude fun. who I think has been like. But he's like been blackmailing Jennifer Connelly and maybe also like forcing her to have sex with him and it's stuff. A quintessential William Sadler character. He's, I would say. he's great. He's he just great. shows up and you're like, fuck this guy. The Sadlist. <laughs> yeah. I love me some William Sadler. He's, he's like, hello, good. anybody call for a, a, a real a real scumbag scamp? <laughs> the funny thing I'm about Sadler no is he either plays these guys or he's like your nice dad. Yeah, he's the president. He plays a lot of nice dads. Ah, or he's or he's got his or his best role, death. death. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, or he'll give you two words. It's fucking, fucking you. Fucking you. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I'm going to go three and a half, just because it's kind of... But, Naked Karate um, Man, William Sadler. And, mm-hmm. oh, shit, I forgot what even happened in this movie now. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, one Charles Martin Smith. He's the only nice guy in yeah. town. The only one there is. I love Charles one. Martin Smith. Charles just, M- just to put that out there, he's great. I do. I, every time Charles Martin Smith shows up in a, like a movie, an older, an old movie I'm watching, I'm like, oh fucking Charles Martin Smith. It's remember Toad. How, remember how he's like in Starman? 
He's great. like the Francois Truffaut, Bob Balaban character in yeah. Close Encounters rolled up into one. He's great in Starman. Yeah. He is great in Starman. Big yeah. Lakers fan in that movie. That's right. <laughs> Could we get Balaban for this one? We couldn't. We couldn't. Could we get Charles, we Martin, get Smith? Charles Martin Smith? Absolutely. Hey guys, Never Cry Wolf is fucking great. Yeah. That's a fucking great movie and he's great in it and he's naked in it too. You can see his cack. And he directed a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Charles Martin Smith. Charles Martin Smith. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a Charles Martin Smith episode somewhere down the line. Do a Charles Martin Smith podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. It'll only be about his nude scene in Never Cry What's Wolf. He, he's not doing anything. He'd probably come on. But, yeah. Charles Martin Smith, if you're listening to this, and I think you are, uh, we, we're in Seattle. Come on down. Yeah, come yeah. on over. You can sleep on Travis's couch. It's, totally sleep on my couch. Absolutely. The one in the garage, not, not the one in the living room. Yeah, no, All the know. Cheetos you can eat, Charles Martin Smith. <laughs> well, not one all. bag of Cheetos Charles per day. Smith. It's nice in the garage. It's 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 getting warmer. It's gonna warmer be summer out. soon. Yeah, there's you're not, you're not there's gonna a TV. Freeze. It's not plugged in, but you could look at it. I'll give you a blanket. <laughs> you can use my bathroom twice a day. <laughs> but you know, get it all out. Get do do what you got to do in there. But you know, I like you know, I like my privacy a little. Bit. <laughs> Anyways, that's the hot spot. All right. So moving on to uh, bigger fish. Yeah, uh, there's I, always a bigger fish. We've come to the halfway point of our senior seminars. Our guests today come from the Blue Bay Police Department. Why don't we begin with a question? What is a sex crime? Not getting any. Welcome to the town of Blue Bay. Hi, Mr. Lombardo. Hey, girls. So where's your hose, Mr. Lombardo? Probably the most uh, beloved of the of the movies that we're talking about. Yeah, oh, Fr- I love this freaking movie. Wild Things, for God's sake! What yeah. a great film. I mean, and I I saw this movie a bunch because uh, yeah. I, I these, it was, ra- these ratings. I'm not no spoilers, but these ratings are going to be high. Yeah, yeah, this uh, well, and this is a this is a movie that's designed for those ratings to be high. Yes. Like it's it's per, it's Made going for this like podcast, it's going like basically. this is a we know what kind of movie we're making here. This that's movie what's the best is thing about it. it gross and weird, gleefully and sleazy. sleazy. I mean, this reminded me a lot of Femme Fatale, where it's just like, yeah, yeah. well, we're just gonna do one of these. It's yeah. very knowing. It, that's what I mean. It reminded me of Body Heat in that way, not like in the tone necessarily, but in the way that they're like, right. we know exactly what kind of fucking movie we're making, and we're just gonna do that to the fucking limit yeah <laughs> it's like taking like a sleazy movie and going like what's the logical conclusion of a movie like to movie like okay um but yeah this this movie was playing at a theater i worked at uh, years ago in california and these kids i remember these these kids like teenagers probably like junior high or something came up to the i was selling the tickets and they were like oh yeah we want two little wild things and i was like uh you got, uh, you got, you guys aren't old enough to go see wild things. And they were like, okay. And then I'm like, guys, it's a multiplex. Ten, ten multiplex. Just fucking buy tickets to another movie. And they go, oh, okay, U.S. Marshals do for you. I'm just buy tickets to U.S. Marshals and then go to fucking wild things. <laughs> I blew their fucking minds. They're like, we, oh, we can do that. I'm like, I don't fucking care what you do. We can do that. <laughs> Technically, no, but just I mean, do it. You're not supposed to, but I can guarantee you, no one's gonna stop just you. Listen to old Uncle Kevin. None of these, none of these fucking kids who are a year older than you at work here are gonna go like these little kids can't go see wild things. <laughs> And those two kids grew up to become Ethan and drug dealer, oh. a drug dealer and a pimp. Yep. Yeah, you led them astray, Kevin. You're welcome, America. <laughs> you led them astray. They're just perverts. But I also saw like I saw this whole movie a couple times when I worked at that theater, and then I would just go watch parts of it on my break because it's like because it's fun. 
and it's got lots of sleazy, gross uh, sex scenes in it and stuff. (laughs) I also just wanted to point out, have you guys seen the show Pen15? Yep. Parts of them. Yeah. There's a whole an episode. entire episode devoted to the because it's all. Oh, really? thir- it's all thirteen year old kids and they, I haven't they, they gather together to watch wild. They're like things. my older brother. My older brother got a copy from our cousin from our cousin of the unrated version of Wild Things. Yes. And so they all get together to watch Wild Things. All these like thirteen year olds. Oh man. <laughs> and that's the ki- and that's the kind of movie. It's the kind of movie that thirteen year olds when the parents are gone, thirteen year olds gather together, score to a up. copy of, yeah, and then watch it open with and, like their mouths open, horrified. And it is the kind of movie too where you're like maybe at that age you would take it seriously but any older you'd be like oh this is I get what this is doing this is goofing on all that stuff I saw this when it came out and I was in college yeah. and uh, you know all the film students that I was in school with were like what a terrible movie like they all took yeah, it real seriously yeah. And I remember thinking like are you out of your minds this is the funniest thing I've seen in years it's so fun yeah. uh I mean, like, just the fact, like, that you're kind of, you're watching this movie, and you're going, okay, yeah, all right, all right, and then fucking Bill Murray just shows up out of nowhere. Oh, he's so good in this. He steals, he steals every scene that he's in. Uh, before we get to Bill Murray, let's jump let's into the plot. Jump of, into let's jump the into the plot. the plot of which is you guys the plot, have all which seen is, Wild Things, yeah. though. You know I hopefully, if you haven't seen Wild Things, like stop listening to the podcast right Go now. Go watch Wild, watch Wild, Wild Things. Things and come back. How are, how are you listening to this podcast if you haven't seen Wild Things before? Yeah, it's fucking Wild Things. So uh, Matt Dillon is a beloved Blue Bay, real straight Florida. Florida. Florida back, we're back counselor. to Florida. Yes, we are. Sam Lombardo, who is also like a local Lothario. He's the guidance counselor. He's the guidance at the, counselor. This high school. He's the William Hurd of this He's school. The guidance counselor at this high school populated by students that are in their mid to late 20s. Yeah. And he's, he's beloved. He's yeah. very popular. But instead of nailing uh, wor- working ladies like William Hurt, he, he's go, he's trying to marry like a rich lady. It's, he's, blue, it's blue Bay. He's it's banging. Blue, it's Blue Bay. He's banging Teresa a, Russell, who yes. is the, no, the. No, he was banging Teresa Russell at one Teresa point. Russell, he's now sure. banging some other. Some lady. other, like uh, Robert are, Wagner's. And we are uh, going to exclusively use the term banging yeah. uh, to describe this movie because it's what that's what it deserves. Uh, so, he, yeah, so he. Because it's it's important that he was banging Teresa, Teresa Russell, Russell at some one point because she is the mother of Denise, Denise Richards' Richards. character who never, is, would never be this good. The, the best she's ever been in a movie. Absolutely, the, a role basically made for what Denise Richards has to offer. Yeah, and she's I'm fucking. A, she fucking. I'm a big Denise Richards defender, but you're really, right. yeah, I think mm-hmm. she's fine in most things. I think she's good. <laughs> okay, I, I would. Not, I do not. No, no, I wouldn't disagree with you that she's no not because fine people in most no things. because people look at her and they just go like, well, if she's in it, it must be bad. She's terrible in everything, and that's oh. just not true. Well, she's, she's a, she not can, terrible in Starship she, Troopers. I don't think she has a ton of range, but she's good in Starship Troopers. She's great in this. I think she's good in the Bond movie, and everybody thinks that that's a piece of shit just because she's in it. I, oh, I haven't seen that. I don't think that she's. I don't think that she's bad. She's in great on Two and a Half Men. I do think she doesn't have a lot of. I do think she doesn't have a lot of range, and that's why I think this movie is perfect for her. Because yeah. this movie goes like, "Hey, Denise Richards, here's here's something perfect for you," and she's like, "Absolutely." She's and great. not only because she like gets is like willing to like get naked a lot, but just that also she's like. It's pitched to that, yeah. That like perfect, she's perfect great. for Denise Richards, perfect for Nev Campbell, who comes in later. Nev Campbell is also a fucking riot in this movie. They, they are, they're all in the very first scene where cops come to the to the uh, some cops come, played by uh, Kevin Bacon and uh, does anybody remember the I lady cop's remember. name? She's the only one who doesn't get Daphne Rubin Vega. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And she they they're they're giving a they're going to give a talk about uh sexual assault and sex crimes, <laughs> which by the way is what the movie's called in France, sex crimes. Well, the movie sets the movie <laughs> one perfectly sets oh, great. The movie perfectly <laughs> sets the tone for what kind of movie it's going to be because there's a big long take uh as you go into this high school and and I love it because cuz this movie it does involve a lot of a 
adults having sex with high schoolers, but there's not a single high schooler that looks younger than 24. In this no. old, they go into the high school, you see every student in this high school, they all look yeah. somewhere between 24 and 42 years old. But that old. was like, that was just like what high they school students hire, looked like then. I mean, if you look at the Scream movies, it's the same cast, essentially. It's just what these movies and look like. What, that's, like what right. the, that's like what the kids looked like, kids, so if the high school so students looked like. So if you're queasy like about the idea of like uh, older people having sex with teens, it, it, that's not is what's the happening opposite, in this. Is the opposite of our last podcast, <laughs> where it was like, where a million-year-old uh, Tom Skerritt was having sex An with an actual 17-year-old Drew Barrymore. Yes, no. Uh, well, we should stop and say this is directed by uh, John McNaughton. John McNaughton. Who I, who I think Most is... Most well-known Hen- for Henry yeah. Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. Uh, and also a very good uh, movie called... Uh, or that I like. I like... Uh, uh, fuck, what's the Luke Perry one? Normal Life. Normal Life with Ashley oh, yeah. Judd and Luke good Perry. Movie. A movie uh, I watched last night, which is not very good. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> I, li- I like it. We'll cover it in like a year and a half. I like Mad Dog and Glory more. I, I liked... I liked uh, Another great Bill Murray performance. I liked... Uh, what's it called? Normal life. I remember. I remember liking it at the time when I saw it. Uh, but great, sometimes, great sometimes performances in normal life. No, whatever Matt wants. It's true. Oh, in this case, you're right. <laughs> Anyways, so so it's like this long tracking shot following all these students into into the classroom. There's a really funny part where uh, Denise Richards, like you see, it's it's following uh, Matt Dillon from the back of his head, and every single girl in the entire school looks Turns at and him looks and at basically him. goes like, "I want to fuck him." Yeah, because he's Matt Dillon, the hottest man who ever lived. <laughs> they all just we fucking can all agree love that him, Matt. Yeah. There's nothing hotter than underbite Matt having Matt Dillon, right? I mean, come on. Her like, hi, Mr. Lombardo. Hi, Mr. Lombardo. Hi, Mr. Lombardo. And he's like, hi, I'm a straight shooter. I'm a great hey, guy. I'm hey. a nice guy. Want to go play some mini golf? Do anything bad. Yeah. And Denise, Denise Richards like sits down with her friend, and some guy like tries to play around with like a, her necklace or something. She goes, fuck off. And fuck like, off. Yes. And then Right uh, from the beginning. And, and so this Matt, is the first scene. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> man, this is great. And Matt Dillon gets up on the, on the blackboard and writes the word sex, and everyone in the <laughs> whole stadium goes, woo! And then he's like, ah, ah, ah. And then he starts to write crimes. But guess what? Half the people in the, st- in the classroom still go, woo! <laughs> also, uh, it starts off with this great shots of the Florida, of like the Florida the Everglades. Everglades. And, and it's like got this great score he, by a guy it. named George S. Clinton. <laughs> not to be confused with uh, actual George Clinton. No, George S. Clinton did, like, he's been doing music forever. Yeah, yeah for a long time. Did, like, not, the, not the actual. And... He's, he's, it's very good. It's just, I love the score, and this yeah. is very important because it's got this, like, it's kind of like this boom. Just like I don't know, this driving beat to the whole thing. It, Matt Dillon's out out on the Everglades, jamming it up yeah. on, his, on his propeller boat. <laughs> on his propeller boat. So he has this whole there's his this fan whole, boat. It's not a propeller. So it opens. He, he's got the, he's got this uh, you know there's this assemb- school assembly about sex crimes and how you know here's what sexual assault is and sexual harassment and stuff and the kids aren't taking it seriously at all. And at one point, Nev Campbell goes, "Fuck this shit." fuck this motherfucker or whatever and like storms out when Kevin Bacon is up there because later on you learn that she was arrested by him and put in jail for like six months for uh, possession of marijuana which then turns out that it was for a whole other bunch she's of She's swamp trash. She's swamp trash. She's pill pop she's and swamp a, trash. Swamp, she's a genius pill pop and swamp <laughs> yeah, trash. She is, she's, she's, fucking, she's fucking great. Everything's uh, everybody's great. Everybody's great in this movie. Everybody's great in this movie. I don't know. what are We We haven't even gotten through the first scene yet. So then uh, it's... This but any, okay. Mr. Lombardo gets accused of rape by Denise, Denise Richards. Richards, who comes over to his house and washes car. his car for this, a charity. This scene here kind of plays out the um, the willfully withholding nature of the movie yeah. because Denise Richards like tricks or like tries to get Matt uh, Dillon to like so her and her friend can go wash his car for for whatever some sort of charity thing or whatever they're putting on. Doesn't matter. Yeah. She goes. He's like, I'll be at the Everglades and you can wash all the mud off of my Jeep. Yeah. She's like, okay. Is that William Hurt. 
It's my William Burnett. I do not have even close to even a representation of Dylan. Of what Matt, the, Matt Dylan says. The year like. of the year of uh, Florida man Matt uh, Matt Dylan. By the way, the this same year that uh, there's something about Mary came out. Good year for this Dylan. Is basically Dylan going electric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they tried to. That guy grabbed an axe and tried to chop it up. Uh, anyways, uh, so Dylan goes electric and. Uh, yeah, she's so so. Her and her friend. There's this great, there's this great car wash scene with all where the cameras just showing butts, <laughs> just mm-hmm. like t- just tight some shots on on butts, wet but shaking around as a, as a, cause it's the kind of movie oh, it is. Before this, though, there's a scene where he drives her home and uh, Sammy Charmed Life Place, yes. <laughs> which, which and then which, which fucking that, anchors it in exactly 1997 or yes. 1998 when that song that, was in <laughs> a Smash Mouth song. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we be oh, friends? It's a cover why, of why can't, can't we, we be friends? Be friends? Yeah. And you're like, fuck. So you're do, like, I, do I hate this if movie? If I didn't now? know by looking at it exactly what year this is from, right. I do now. <laughs> yes. Good God. 1998. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they wash the car, and then, she, and, then, and then he's like, I'll get that coupon for you guys. And, and Denise Richards is like, to her friend, like, just you go. Ahead, just go. Leave. I'm going to go. She she's wants, like, okay. She's because she's like, I want to have sex with this guy, or I'm gonna hit on him. Yeah, she's and her like, friend is sure? like, well, this is Florida. Why not? And then, and her so she doesn't seem so, concerned at all. No, and then, so <laughs> she goes in, and you see Matt, uh, you see Matt Dillon like holding this coupon, and then it just cuts to a shot of Denise Richards like dripping wet, running away, uh, and the camera like it pans fades up, up, and then it fades out because this movie's constantly like taking chunks out of itself and and not showing you because yeah. like it's not it, it's telling you right off the bat we're not telling you the whole story, and maybe you'll find out at the end oh and you do the whole the whole movie is very self-aware about everything so that she it's goes doing, which is really then, then it comes to her like running down the street and she accuses him of of raping her and uh, Teresa russell's character who's her mom who's fucking great awesome. who's just fucking so like funny. she's like rich trash there's just a, and there's she gets she has the most graphic sex scene in it where she's just like fucking she's riding this, a cabana boy, boy or something and she's fucking him and she's just going fuck me fuck me yeah fuck fuck <laughs> fuck and then the phone's phone's ringing she's like fuck and she answers the phone it's like your son or daughter has been absent she's like god damn it and she has to stop she's more mad i think she's like mad that that happened and she's mad that she had to stop fucking this guy she'd start talking to her daughter and then her daughter is like upset and she's like, I miss dad. And then she's like, well, he didn't have to kill himself. She's kind of like, she's <laughs> she goes, awful, but I, I miss him too. And she's like, like no, you don't. And she's, she's like, well, you, she didn't have to kill him. He didn't have to kill himself. Took himself out the game. She is, uh, Teresa Russell is both, uh, like awful and kind of sympathetic in this movie. She's like, yeah. kind of, cause like in the end, she's the one who is actually getting, Meg, she, she gets, fucking, she gets fucking duped. Yeah. And, uh, but she's also kind of like, you kind of feel bad for her. Cause a lot of bad shit happens happens to her in this movie and when she talks about her husband well he didn't have to kill himself it's a cold thing to say to her daughter but it's like yeah that's fucked up you know okay <laughs> she's not wrong to feel that way but uh she's mega rich they're like the von ryans or something yeah, like van that ryan. the van ryans and they basically own the town then she and then, robert wagner is like was that her he's, new rj is her lawyer that's her lawyer it's just her lawyer okay. yeah he's great yeah, robert wagner robert wagner showing up and just being awesome uh <laughs> and she uh she also though seems more upset that um, when she when her daughter says that Sam Lombardo raped her, that she seems almost more upset that he that he isn't fucking her anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like I, I said, she's like the worst person, but also kind of a little. There's a little bit of sympathy I have for her. out of all the characters. I don't think I have sympathy for any characters in this movie except maybe a little bit for her. <laughs> and this this leads to a hilarious line because she goes to the police and it, it cuts from this news to like her talking to the police and she goes, "My daughter does not get raped in Blue Bay." <laughs> 
we're, we're going to be laughing about rape-related type stuff in this, in this movie a lot. If you haven't seen it, none of these rapes happen. Actually happened, yes. yes. All, this movie is very flippant is, with the subject of rape. Which, that's its own problem. Which, looking, at, its it, its which problem. looking at it now, could be like, this is not necessarily a... That's not, but that's I think, not a great look now. But I think that also, like, it's not... It's it's it, when you the the way the movie's pitched isn't like I don't think is going like it's not it's not a movie advertising this that movie like doesn't people have are anything to say about anything. No, yeah, it's it's literally <laughs> just about style and story and narrative and yeah. like this narrative happening. So like I think to take this movie to task for any kind of uh, it's not social productive thing, at all. It's absolutely the kind of movie they would never make now. Sure. Like because of that, Absolutely kind of because not. it's like, what does this say about society? And it's like this movie says nothing about anything except that, like, how, it's fun. How fun yeah. it can be to watch a plot unfold and like twist upon itself and yeah. shit, and and how like susceptible we all are to just being tantalized by this kind of garbage. And just yeah. and what's, also just it's being, also what's sleazy. What can yeah. we do that will make this movie more sleazy? And, and then obviously a fake rape like scheme. And it, right, it's like do it's it. and immediately even, the cops kind of don't buy it. Like the one, the, and well, there's the one no, well, there's no sperm. It. They can't. He didn't. You know, so. He, and, and, well, she, and she says there's a classic line where Denise Richards is saying she's like and it's like they ask, they're asking her and he's like he didn't he didn't finish and he goes I say I uh, what's he say a little no, no little, little bitch little, is gonna no make me girl come. can make he me said, come she says uh, that he said, he tells her no little girl can make me come and then when Nev Campbell um, is makes giving the, the same, same accusation she accuses him also because he told me no little bitch can make him come yeah and so, Daphne Rubin Vega doesn't believe him doesn't believe doesn't the girls. Believe him. Kevin Bacon really believes them. Yeah, and we find out later why. Right. It, it all it all <laughs> is, it all makes sense later. Uh, but then, so uh, Guy Lom- or Sam Lombardo uh, becomes Guy like Lombard. a local pariah. You know, yeah. nobody loves uh, Sam Lombardo anymore. He's getting bricks through the window. He's getting bricks that, through the that window. Have, uh, fairly well done cartoons of uh, him getting blown by a girl with pigtails. Mm-hmm. And he hires uh, his sleazy lawyer, oh God. Bill Murray, in the greatest Bill Murray role. That's not. The Life Aquatic. I think that See, this yeah. is like his second best performance. God, ever. I don't know. I mean, I would put this is like this is like late ninety late nineties Bill Murray for me. It's like it's a uh, Kingpin and then this. And I I think that uh, this Kingpin, is like Kingpin's top five. Ed Wood's top five. I think this is like number two. This I just, is number two. This is just me. it's like funny as shit. It's like tied for the because Kingpin was ninety seven. This was ninety eight, and it's just like in both of those movies he shows up, and you're like fuck God, God bless Bill Murray he's, for he's so fucking funny so in this, and you feel like this. maybe he just kind of got a call from. A Naughton and was like, "Hey man, can you you want to do this little part? It's a small part." On his little and he's kind, and he's kind of like number. he went like, "Mm-hmm," and then kind of McNaughton was like, "Okay, just do whatever the fuck do you whatever want. the fuck you want." <laughs> and he's got like maybe four scenes, short ones in the movie. He anyway, steals, but he steals he the movie steals immediately it. because you see him at his he's office. Got this fake he's neck got this brace fake on. Neck brace and this guy's leaving, and then Sam Labarda sits down. And he's like, "Is that guy gone?" Because he takes the neck brace. Like, it's a it's a whole scam. I'm running. There's an insurance. <laughs> there was an insurance adjuster around here. <laughs> He, this is this is the thing because I, th- I feel like people who know this movie are familiar with what it's doing now. But when it came out, like like you were saying, there were a lot of people who were like, "This is just garbage," and, yeah. and they, they took Look, it seriously. Listen to this dialogue. But yeah. like, if you but once Bill Murray's character is, is introduced. introduced, you should know what kind of movie it is now. Yeah. Like, He's like look, got this. Look what kind of movie this is. How did this, you take this seriously? There's this little wall separating him from his secretary, and he still calls her on the intercom, <laughs> and she stands up and looks over the wall and says, "Okay." It's it's. I think great. I think the movie doesn't really make itself clear. I mean, it's clear to us now what it's doing almost immediately because yeah. we're all sensitive to that kind of irony. Yeah. But I don't think it really announces itself until like the beginning of the second act, like after the rape accusation burns down and sort of when the three way, the big three way scene starts, and right. you realize everybody's in cahoots with each other. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we're not even there yet. First, like, there's the trial. Yeah. 
and Bill Murray burns Nev Campbell down on the stand. Can we, can I, gets her to admit that this is all a scam. Can I do one of my favorite? My favorite one of my favorite Bill Murray parts in this movie is the beginning of the trial where the judge goes, she goes, "All rise," and Bill Murray yeah. goes to Matt Dillon and goes, "You, you stand, stand up, up now." Yeah. And then they stand up, and she goes, "You may be seated." And he goes, "Okay, you that can sit down. Can sit down. That means you can sit down." <laughs> Like, so funny. <laughs> just these little asides. You're like, he had to just like ad lib that. that. <laughs> yeah. So good. But, anyway, uh, yeah, but Bill but, Murray like takes her to task and he like fucking destroys her. He destroys her and she admits that there was no rape. Yep. That's that's also, Nev Campbell is delivering her lines in, in this very like weird pitch that I was really getting a kick out of this time. Oh, it's, it's like very a, party of like five. like a part when someone's like trying to get her to turn around and she's like, don't me. me but then at one point where he's like Susie answer my question Susie answer the question and she's like not talking and the judge goes Susie and she goes god damn it god damn it and I just laughed out loud also this movie is so is like everybody's fucking swearing all the time too. oh yeah so she's so like he burns filthy. down her testimony so it turns out so the whole case is basically done because her, we were mad at him because he rejected and she says, us and she or says whatever that, yeah. so she goes Denise Richards didn't she didn't get raped either and then and then Denise Richards goes you fucking bitch and, and just like fucking <laughs> goes after her he's fucking skank and goes after her in, in the, the courtroom, courtroom. <laughs> it's so fucking great until little miss smarty pants here went fucking crazy in the courtroom oops Susie <laughs> and, it, uh. and so basically yeah, Bill Murray goes oops it turns out that this is all a scam by Matt Dillon Denise Richards and Ned, Nev Campbell to, to fleece uh, Teresa Russell's insurance company out yeah. of an eight and a half million dollar settlement right, for the they false got a, accusation. They've got a countersuit going, mm-hmm. a golden countersuit, which is which is you know because like he got falsely accused of all this stuff, his life was destroyed. Okay, he has to leave well, town. He's gonna have to, yeah, and you know, so oh, and she's and she's rich, and that and that leads to the, to this part that I like just straight up. I, this, I mean, it's it's the, laughing it's, so hard. It's when the they, funniest when oh, they do so this good. settlement and. Uh, they do the settlement and they like get him. They sign this paper and Bill Murray's there. He's out, he's got new clothes that he just recently. He bought. pulls up in like the a fucking sports car and he yeah. goes, got a new "Sorry, car. sorry, I'm late." And, he and then he sits down at the desk and he goes, "Hold my calls, hold my <laughs> calls." And then he folds up. He folds up the document that they signed, signing over like eight million dollars or something like that into the, into this uh, Manila folder or whatever. And then Robert Wagner goes, "See you at the club." And he goes, "See you at the club. See you at the club. See you at the club." And then he starts rubbing the folder all into his armpits and on his dick. And it is. I was. It's so fucking funny because he's like a guy who was he's, like oh who's God. like obviously he's like, like I hit he's the such fucking a jackpot here. Yeah. It's like it's like basically the where the character of Better Call Saul came from. It's like so. it's, it's kind of like that. It's exactly like that guy where you're like this guy got into this business to like gain some sort of social status and like fucking make money. God, and I hope they has, never make me watch five seasons of a TV show that tells me why he's uh, like this now. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so then, so then there's then it comes, then it goes to the uh, the big three way the big three way scene where that's where you find out for sure definitively that they're all in cahoots because I don't think you really knew it up. up until that. That's part. true because they yeah. all, no, it's no, definitely supposed him to be a surprise. It's him yeah. and Denise Richards are there, and so you go, oh, they're in cahoots. And then Nev Campbell well, comes Denise in and Richards goes, like, shows up, and they even play it out for a few seconds where right. he's like, oh no, maybe Denise Richards is gonna kill him or something. And right. Then he's, she, and then she like she has this thing under a towel, and it like maybe it's a gun, and then she pulls the towel off, and it's champagne, yeah. and you're like, what? 
movie's constantly doing shit like that yeah. up until the fucking very end. And then it just keeps doing it. <laughs> and then so and then and then Nev Campbell shows up and is like, "Hey, can three play or whatever?" And then they have a three-way where they're pouring champagne over Denise Richards' boobs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I think I think even funnier than that for me is this part when he like pulls he pulls Denise Richards' panties off and puts them in his pocket. <laughs> You're just like, "What the fuck kind of movie is this?" Everybody's gross and it's awful. So gross. And but in a funny way. I don't yeah. Know. It's so high. It's so pitched so like uh, cartoonishly that it's. You yeah. Know. So he so he basically goes like we can't we can't uh, you guys shouldn't have come here. We can't afford to be seen together. Uh, so after tonight. <laughs> yep. That's it. Uh, we never get seen together again. So let's enjoy ourselves. And then you get that famous three way scene. Yep. And then. Uh, well, basically, as far as they think it's to... they think they're home free. Yeah. But Kevin Bacon's character, Ray Duquette. uh he thinks that they are in cahoots together. He's like figured right. it out. He and he tells both of the girls separately that the other one and Sam have already taken their piece of the money. Yeah. To try to get them to play off against each other. So the girls are going after each other. They have a whole fight in the pool at Denise Richards. Then house. they have sex. Then they have sex in the pool. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kevin Bacon is filming them from the trees. Then he shows the DA this, and the DA's like, we can't use this. This is just you filming naked girls in a pool on and, their and private can, property. And we can hear you jerking off in the, back, in the background. <laughs> By the way, this is our, this is our second Kevin Bacon movie, and Kevin Bacon is also great in this movie. Oh, Kevin Bacon is pretty much great, but all playing, the time, but, but like playing, like real downplaying this. This one, yeah. he's playing basically a normal. Guy, he's supposed to at be, least to a point. At this point, we're supposed to be maybe thinking he's the good guy, right? That he's right. like a cop who's going this like, I never trusted bottom. any of these people. I don't trust Denise Richards. I don't trust Lombardo. He doesn't like Sam Lombardo from the beginning. Yeah. And the cop even says that you don't like him much. He goes like, I don't fucking like that guy. Yeah. And I can't remember his reason, but he doesn't like him for some reason. Um, well, later on, you, you find out there's a whole other there's thing. a whole bunch of stuff. But then, but then, uh, <laughs> then they basically are Denise Richards and uh, and uh, Matt Dillon decide that they got to get rid of Nev Campbell. She's she's a she's a loose she's end. She's a loose can't end. Afford. She's swamp trash. She's swamp, swamp trash. trash. And so they take her out of the beach and they get her drunk. And uh, her and Matt Dillon go off. Her the and beach Matt Dillon alone. go off. And then Matt Dillon comes back, and apparently, apparently he's beaten her to death with uh, with a champagne, champagne bottle because she's she is hammered, and so she's, she's like, drunk so, you know. and pissed off. And anyway, they so they roll her body up in a in a tarp, and they're gonna take it away and bury it. Somewhere. Or over bridge. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Then the cops are trying to find out what happened to Nev Campbell. And like the higher ups are like, yeah. you know, you got no body, you got no crime. Maybe right. she just took off. She was unstable. You know yeah. what's going on? But you they got f- no body, and you got. But no then they find her teeth. They find they find two of her teeth at the at the crime scene where he murdered her. Two of her teeth, and so you're like, shit, she got beaten to death. And this the first time I watched this movie, you think you go, oh, <laughs> that's what happened. Because mm-hmm. this movie just constantly is doing a thing where you go like, oh, that's what happened. Oh, okay, that's not what happened. Nope. Oh, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! That's not that's not what happened either. The like, lady cop discovers that Nev Campbell had this like rough history. She was troubled, and yeah. there's that weird scene where she's talking to Matt Dillon, and maybe Matt Dillon's hooking up with her. Too. He almost yeah. tries to, and then it just pulls away. Yeah. It's, which is so I always love that scene because it's like she's the only character who like doesn't get to fuck, and and she's and the, the only kind one of the end who's of the not movie, in on it. And the kind of end of the movie, she's almost you almost she almost seems disappointed that she's the only one who didn't get to fuck in this she, movie. She's, <laughs> She's also the only character in the in the entire movie who's not in on the scam in one way or another. Exactly. So so the scam. So then they uh, killed. Um, they kill, killed. Quote unquote killed Nev, Nev Campbell. Campbell. Um, then uh, 
Then Kevin Bacon tries oh, he, to confront Denise Richards. And this, and then the, you see, it goes into her house off camera. Off you hear camera. gunshots. He comes out and he's been shot. Teresa Russell comes running into the house, goes, oh my God. So, you know. Kevin Bacon kills Denise Richards. He's killed her. You know, he gets he gets discharged as a cop because he's shot a couple people. Yeah. <laughs> he already shot someone else. He, they, they rule, they like he's rule not a, a good clean cop. shoot, but he's fired. Because well, because because of that plus other stuff he's done. Yeah. And they're like, look, you're, they're basically like, look, you're. Prior to you're the you're, you're, of you're, the film. You're a dirty cop, which we don't really yeah. know up until that point. No. Too much about it. Except that uh, Nev Campbell's character uh, is mad that he killed this kid. This uh, sem- this seminal kid who was like her friend. It was her friend, and, she, and he's the one who busted her on the drug charge. As much as everything is 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 covered in in layers of artifice and stuff, there are actual truths to these characters that they get to. Yeah, Nev Campbell's particularly uh, Nev Campbell's character. Yeah, Nev Campbell's character in particular, who the, somehow every character in this movie is running scams on scams on scams, but you somehow still get it across that you are supposed to root for Nev Campbell among all these. Well, people, she's which yeah, is an amazing she's getting revenge on everybody. Yeah, well, and and. and, and and when that, I guess, well, I don't want to skip too far forward, but when that, we when the ending of the movie is revealed, you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even though all these people are full of shit and they're all schemers, that was the one that I was rooting for because they were able to find at least a core of, the, of something that is real in all of these characters. Yeah. And, and you know that she's the one that you're most sympathetic towards. Yeah. Everybody else is kind of just a thief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is self-interested. I mean, she's but obviously Denise the most Richards, self-interested. Denise Richards is genuinely sad about her her father. Yeah, too. she has some. Yeah. She has like, some pain, and, but it's also like, but so her revenge is to like rip off her mom. Yeah, and you also know, she's right. you know je- wants to make her. She's pissed off at her mom, so she's je- she wants yeah. to make her jealous over uh, Matt Dillon too. Yeah. So everybody's a bit everybody's a bit trash in this, of course. So um, Kevin Bacon kills Denise Richards, loses yeah. his job. Then he's then Matt Dillon comes back to his house one day and his, his Kevin, beach house, his beach house. Or he's because he's moved to the because he's had to move away. He so had to he's, move away he's somewhere else. Now. He goes back to his house and there's Kevin Bacon in the shower, taking a shower in his house. <laughs> and it turns out that these two guys were partners the whole time. Oh shit! And then you see Kevin Bacon's dick briefly. Briefly. And and and, and this is a I, I can I guess I can understand why they didn't do this at the time, but they sh- absolutely should fuck. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. That, that should have happened. If they made this movie now, it's, that would happen. It's like yeah. the this. That's what's keeping this from being a five star movie. 100%. Basically, is that like the, if Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon had fucked in that scene, it would have been like God. That would be fucking it'd be like, amazing. This is the it, at the time people would have been fucking rioted. Yes. But yeah. like now, I think people would watch the movie and be like, "Motherfuck! Everybody fucks everybody <laughs> yeah. in this movie." It would be so a little, delightful. It's a little yeah. It's, they they should have gone there. And but, I feel like so the guy who made Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer probably threw that idea out there. And yeah. they went. The studio was like the studio, no. the studio or Matt Dillon or somebody. I'm not. Maybe not Matt. I think it's like Matt Dillon and Kevin. I Bacon feel like Matt Dillon and who, Kevin Bacon would have been down. They for seem it. like the type of I actors so. who would be game for yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, anyway I also, I also feel like uh, in not doing it, they do locate something about those two guys. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They're they're those kind of straight dudes. You know. Right. What I mean? And I mean, if they had done that, it would have been like awesome. But yeah. it also would have been like. You kind of then you kind of almost go like oh, okay well I don't I don't know maybe then is what it, happens next where they like yeah. try to kill each other wouldn't be as is it a bridge too far funny. is it not it would have been cool to find out yeah so well so then they are on a boat they go yeah. out boating and he he goes Matt Dillon goes well it turns out that that wire transfer isn't going to be able to get here till tomorrow uh, tomorrow so I don't know. Uh, let's go out on a boat ride. And Kevin Bacon's like, okay. There's a lot of stuff about Matt Dillon knowing okay. how to drive how to drive boats in this. How to how to sail. He's a boatman. He's a boatman. He teaches the but kids. It's well, also, but it's also kind of bullshit because he's teaching this one kid about boating and he's like, that's how I put, paid my way through college. Then later, that kid says that to Kevin Bacon. He goes, that guy didn't pay his way. That guy didn't fucking pay his way through college. He fucking was 
his parents paid for his or whatever yeah. you know he like was fine he's like sometimes thing, and he actually says a line a lot of times things aren't what they seem people aren't what they seem and yeah that's the whole fucking yeah, thesis the whole of the thing. movie True, yeah. is essentially that this movie is just going to keep twisting upon itself over and over again up until the fucking very, the last, very frame. last frame yeah no uh, the, uh, you get the closing credits like it goes directed by and then you're like Oh, it's over. We're not done. Yeah. <laughs> it says the end, and then more stuff happens. So anyway, they're on a boat. Him and Kevin Bacon. They fight. They fight. He he like he like makes Kevin Bacon go do a bunch of sailing shit, and he like knocks him off the boat. Kevin Bacon grabs onto a rope on the back of the boat. He gets back up, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill you now," because Matt Dillon just tried to kill him. And then and then bang, bang, he gets shot in the leg with a spear gun. And then it turns out that Campbell's still alive, which now she's blonde, and she's like, and he's like, "What? You're dead!" And then she and then he she shoots him a couple more times, and then he's it with a bunch of spears and him in the ocean dying, <laughs> yep. drowning, bleeding everywhere. It's so fucking yeah, great. She's got the Captain Marvel haircut from Endgame now, <laughs> and uh, and then. Uh, that's where the movie stops, right? Nope. Or is there no, because mo- then, uh, then that, is then that where it goes, they say directed by? Then, uh, then it goes back to the yeah. Gator Farm. It goes back to the Gator Farm, right? Uh, there's she one goes, more. Yeah, it goes right. back to the Gator Farm, and the um, the cop is talking to uh, the her 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 mom, who's not really her mom, and you find out all this stuff about her really quick. He says she's smart. They, you know, this and that, and you find out that she was, um. Well, Teresa Russell, or no, uh, Denise Richards' character is technically her niece. Yeah, because or t- yeah, Teresa Russell is her is her mom, or no, her yeah, and her anyway. She was like tra- she was like swamp trash. She was dumped off, and in this this sort of people that run this gator farm adopted her, took her in. Um, but she's like it was from some like knocked up. It's basically like at the end kind of turns out to be like a rich girl fucking right. making good and getting revenge on and she or a, saw, a poor girl getting revenge on yeah. rich, so on she, rich people. She's getting revenge on her mom. Mm-hmm. She's getting revenge on her niece, half sister. What? Uh, yeah. She's getting oh, no, revenge. No, it's her, her mom was the whore that got dropped off there or the prostitute. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah, sex worker. Sex. That got you just saw wild things. I mean, uh, what are you going to do? That's yeah. true. But she got dropped. She like dumped, they dumped her. So I think her dad was Denise Richards dad. Right. Okay. And so she's, she's technically her Denise Richards aunt. <laughs> and she's also getting rid she's getting revenge on uh, Lombardo, who was the guy who didn't help her when she got arrested Yep. by Kevin Bacon, who, who trumped her- up the drug charge because she saw Kevin Bacon kill her friend Davey. For no reason. For no reason. Because Kevin Bacon was beating up this, uh, prostitute and then this guy was like hey you can't do that and he sh- so he killed this kid yeah, fucking scheme makes, Campbell saw her makes Kathleen Turner look like a piker it's yeah. this fucking it's like so what it's like scheme. so funny because it's and then it cuts back to the boat and so then you know a bunch of stuff about her and then she like Matt Dillon's like blah 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 and she's like you know she gives him a drink and he like looks at it and goes like oh I don't know because everybody's always uh <laughs> Everybody's always rightfully everybody's seen the movie. <laughs> every, yeah, everybody in the movie has seen the movie up to this point, and they're like, "I don't trust you." And she's like, "I we're in the middle of the ocean. I can't fucking drive a drive boat. This boat." I think actually maybe you don't know all this about her first, but she anyway. She like she like, and he's like, "You're right." So he starts drinking the thing, and then she like goes and starts doing some boat shit, and then she's explaining like, <laughs> you know, she starts explaining like Greek mythology to him or whatever, you know, or what was the what's the myth that she's talking about? Well, how did they kill him? Was it? Uh, she goes, "His pop quiz. How did they kill? How yeah, was he yeah. killed by a sword or by?" By something it's like poison or by or was it or what was it or poison and then he goes and at this point he's in the background of the shot like being poisoned <laughs> by his drink and he goes poison <laughs> he says poison and then poison. falls off the boat <laughs> 
And so and she's dies. so and she's she killed everyone. She gets away, and then it goes back to the um, the gator farm. And this guy there has like a new truck, and the cop is like, "Oh, that's a nice truck." And he's like, "Oh, whose boat is that? Well, this is her boat." And you know, I guess she's not coming back. They're all still acting sad, even though clearly they all know she because she, you know. Gave them a bunch of the fucking money that she stole. Let them wet their beaks, yeah. and uh, and so he's everybody's acting sad, like oh she's gone. He's like you know he took she took one of them tests one time, and like she like topped it out. She was like a hundred, two hundred, two hundred IQ, and he, so, so it turns <laughs> out she's like a fucking mastermind this yeah. whole time. It's and and it does it does put uh, Kathleen Turner's character and body yeah. to shame. And certainly, you know, like, geez, well, think bigger, lady. Virginia Madsen <laughs> could never have pulled this off. Oh God, yeah. no, she's no, geez. So of all the three femme fatales, I think that uh, Nev Campbell Nev Campbell wins. wins. Yeah. Um, she might be the most femme fatale of all time. Yeah, maybe. So then, so in the movie, so then she's then, driving off on a boat, and then it says the, the it end. says it says the end. Then it goes to the credits. And then it cuts back to more stuff, and then you get to see... It fills in the, the It blanks. fills in the little gaps. It fills in so, a couple of blanks. So you see all There's the... There's a scene of uh, them pouring more booze down Nev Campbell's throat on the beach so they can pull her teeth out. Yeah, and she's <laughs> and Matt Dillon's trying to do it, and she's, she's like, like, don't, don't fucking it up. Don't crush so hard. You're going to break the tooth. Give it to me. And then she fucking rips her own teeth out. There's a scene where... <laughs> the will of It kind of goes through the whole plot of the movie... And it fills in all the gaps. Couple so it has blanks, like a yeah. thing where Denise Richards approaches Sam Lombardo and says, like, I want I want to get revenge on my mom, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And then she gives him cocaine and they're like, oh, okay. And then later, I think those then those there's pictures of that that Nev Campbell took. Yeah. So blackmail like, you him. Fucking, and... You were fucking her or whatever and blackmailing him. Then like there's a scene where she like hooks him up with Kevin Bacon and is like, go in there. He's like, he's go a cop or whatever. And she's like, he's a fucking dirty cop. Just trust me. Go fucking be his friend. Go make a new... She goes, go make a new friend. Yeah. yeah. And then... And, and then, then the last scene of the movie is... but Well, but there's a scene where then it's like Kevin Bacon... Or that's like Matt Dillon like fucking Denise Richards. Yeah, so yeah. they get one more like real dirty scene in where she's like... And he's like, what's what's your fucking line? And they're like, they're like having sex and this is like, you know... Yeah. So they did. So then it turns out it's like after the car wash scene so it turns out he did have sex with he did her. have sex there he, yeah and she and she's like say the she makes him say the line yeah like, no little girl's gonna make no me come make me come <laughs> and, and he's then, just uh, like pushing her down just fucking it's like so gross it's just so fucking sleazy <laughs> and the last scene of the movie is nev campbell meeting bill murray yep. on a beach somewhere giving him his cut of the winnings and bill murray like says from, from court, he goes, he goes don't have a still alive don't uh i don't ever want to get on your bad side and then she she walks away and the last thing he says is be good <laughs> it's great so like the first time that i saw this movie like when i when i was first watching it i basically kind of didn't get it until the very end right. until until they started coming back and and teasing it it was like it all i was like okay i know exactly what kind of movie this was yeah, now. yeah. but it took like the almost the entire way through yeah but once these these like gaps started getting filled in you're like this movie <laughs> is so fun Wow! Yeah, like it's, it, it knows exactly what it's doing the whole way through, and yeah, and I wish there were more movies like this that I, were just so self, that like they were just like this is what we're doing. I love oh, this man. movie so much more than I did when I first saw it. Oh yeah, and I liked it when I first saw it, and I thought it was neat, and I've watched it since then. But like, I kind of, I'm kind of, this is kind of like a cla- like a oh, classic. Absolute it is. classic. It's a total. You know, classic. it's. I think it's just that it's like trapped in this genre that we're doing here, and so it's like. People have expectations of how those movies are supposed to behave, but this one yeah. is, is it's like living up to them in a completely self-aware, ironic way, but it's not they're without any contempt for the material whatsoever. Absolutely not. It's like totally Proud, like proudly it's, trash. Yeah. It's so great. Because it just like it's it's like everything that happens in the movie is every, it's like one of those things where everything in the movie is there for a fucking reason. Like there's not one thing that's not 
and and then it like I mean maybe Bill Murray's aside, but I mean they're there because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But like, but you know, it's like everything. Like even the you you can go back to the very first scene with the way that those girls re- are reacting to people around them and to the thing like Nev Campbell going fuck this guy and storming out. Yeah, it's all this fucking show. For everybody else in the movie, exactly, and you. And you. So yeah. it's just it's all it's all so performative, and everything everybody says comes back later and goes. Oh, so it, like yeah. you're informed of how this is how this person is actually. They're like this. Actually, they're like this. Actually, it's like keeps kind of turning it around and around. And you see us, and you they show you the scene where Kevin Bacon uh, shot Denise Richards, yeah, and it was nothing right. like how he described. No. It wasn't a good shooting. He, he murders like, went her in there and then he, shoots himself. He with murders his own her, gun. shoots himself with uh, her gun from their from, from hand, their yeah. from their cabinet from his hand, and then puts it in her hand and makes it look like oh she shot me. Having watched a lot of forensic twice. files lately, that would never fly. It wouldn't work. <laughs> no, well, I think a lot of stuff in this movie wouldn't work. If, if you're if you're gauged for how good this movie is, is whether or not it's real, this it's would not work, realistic. At uh, all. Then then you're watching the wrong. You're first of all you're you're in, you're listening to the wrong podcast. That's true. And you're also watching the wrong. You just don't this don't watch this kind of movie. I guess watch. I don't know. Watch I don't, watch Hotspot instead. I suppose. Yeah. Geez. Um, if you have to. All right. So I got a I got a few quotes here. I mean, by the this way, this is a very hard movie to pick quotes from. Yeah, it's so many. Everything. So many every line. Everything everyone says is gross and profane. <laughs> uh, but at one point, Denise Richards shows up uh, to wash. Uh, there's lots of double entendres when people aren't just straight up saying full on sex things. There's it's double entendres, but. Uh, She's uh, Denise Richards is going to wash Mr. Lombardo's car. She's, and, and this is the, the Denise Richards line readings yeah. when she's saying stuff like this are magical. So where's your hose, Mr. Lombardo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then also there, there's double entendres that don't even make sense. I think Teresa, Teresa Russell says this. She's talking also to Mr. Lombardo and she's like, I haven't found anyone who can handle my boat the way you can. Oh my God. Like, What's your boat? I guess her vagina. Your vagina. <laughs> How is that a boat? Maybe it's her butt. Does it make any sense? Yeah, maybe, yes. maybe. You're the one who's in all the butts. Maybe she. Yeah. Maybe speaking she. Of, speaking of which, though, there's a part when the cops, uh, Nev Campbell, calls the cops because she's going to report the rape at the beginning, <laughs> and she goes, "Took you guys long enough. I mean, what if someone's trying to strangle me or fuck me in the ass?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "God damn, this movie. unbelievable." <laughs> Shit. This is so good. We gotta make that a thing. It's so it's, fucking good. It's really something. Like every time we're not only watching these movies, if the cops take a while, like, what if somebody's trying to Just, fuck her in the ass? Someone's trying to strangle me, or I don't know, fuck me in the ass. Uh, wild things, man. Yeah. A so, wild thing. Great. Oh, ratings. There you go. Wild things, Four man. Four Juds. Wow, okay. Spare the four and a halfs and the fives for the like, real yeah. high level stuff. I'm saying this is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Four Juds, four Douglases. Uh, and, uh, oh gosh, uh, a hundred of Neg- Nev Campbell's teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't squeeze it too hard. You'll break the tooth. Fucking mm. breaking it, you fucking moron. Or whatever she says to him. <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm, I'm a hundred, I'm a hundred percent with you on that. Four Judds, four Douglases. Um, and then I'm going to give it, um, how, 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 let's, let's say six or seven reptiles. That they show close-ups of throughout this movie to it's emphasize got the thin red line shots of the, the uh-huh. gators coming up from the swamp because because <laughs> we're dealing with people who are cold-blooded, man. <laughs> Animal wild things. Uh, I'm I'm going I'm I'm going four and a half Judds and four and a half Douglases. I just I fucking loved this watching it the other day. I had it's, was a, it's a I was treat. I was shocked how much I I loved it because I hadn't 
you know, last time I watched it, I think I was like, that was much better than, okay, yeah, this is, I like this more. And then I watched it this time, I was like, this movie is fucking amazing. Why aren't we all talking about wild things constantly? And it's like that within like 10 minutes. It's not like you have to wait a while for this to start kicking over. It's also the music itself, which is fantastic, a classic uh, score. Right. Basically tells you exactly what everybody look up. Everybody look up the score. It's fucking great. It's like, it's like the body heat score where it's like you go, you kind of know from the opening credits. Okay. And this is the same way, but it's like, but it's a totally different kind of score. But you go, okay, it's got this like. I'm not participating in this. Mischievous and just sort of like, get strap in, man. This is going to be a whole. It's going to be a real something. Yeah. So I'm going four and a half and four and a half. I think this movie is sleazy as fuck. Uh, Not quite five. But like a little, just, just, just shy of that, you know, it's not, uh, it, cause it's not mean. It's not kind of gross, because ultimately it all kind of, but all the plot, everything comes together. I just love how this plot, like, <laughs> I just love how this plot works, and it all works within the world of the movie. If you, you know, in the real yeah. world, a lot of this stuff wouldn't, no, it's bullshit, <laughs> wouldn't but. work. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. Bill Murray neck braces. Yeah, man. Because Bill Murray, I can't stress how much fucking he's so good. Bill Murray it. is so good in this, and so I mean, funny. and this might be the only time on this podcast that we even get to talk about Bill Murray because he doesn't pop up in movies like this yeah. very often. We're not going to do Broken Flowers? We're probably not going to no, do Broken Flowers. Come on, guys. <laughs> broken Flowers. We gotta. He's not He's not really known for being in thrillers. No, so, that's true. You know, not yet. He's, he's, God bless, got, he's got some life left. God bless John McNaughton for uh, knowing Bill Murray and being able to <laughs> shoehorn him into this movie. Because, I mean, I think the movie would still be really good. I just think that it, like, Bill Murray kind of his like when he shows up you kind of that's like you said you know what you like, know if you don't know already it's a big clue you know exactly what kind of movie you're watching once bill murray shows up and is goofing off you're like oh by the way don't take this too seriously yeah because yeah. these people who made it are not bill murray is rubbing <laughs> an envelope into his dick right now they I put mean, come on i mean they put bill murray in this movie so let's not pretend this is some kind of thing that we're supposed to take seriously <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's steamy noir. What are we? Yeah. Uh, what are we doing next week? Next week, are we doing the Spader thing? Next time, yeah, next, we're gonna. Next time, we're gonna do a James time. Spader. James Spader trifecta. Trifecta. Yeah, triple. The feature. new kids. Which, oh, oh my god, kids. can't wait to talk C- about the new kids. Cannot wait to yeah. watch it. Again. I, I'm excited to watch that again too because I had I have forgotten some of it. But the new kids. Lori Laughlin's in that, right? Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Uh-huh. Goddamn right, she is. Nice. All right. We're doing that. We're doing Jack's Back, which uh-huh. in which he plays twins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait. No spoilers. And a movie I don't believe any of us have seen or maybe even heard of before called Dream Lover from the mid... No, 93. 93. Something like All that. All right. Cool. We just needed a third Spader one. Dream Lover. Yeah. I, I, I know We've people, already done I know Bad Influence. Like it. We did it's bad a, influence. It's a bit on the sexy side. We did Bad Influence and it's a... Um, it's a that was like a kind of a weak, a weak sauce Spader just because he wasn't... He, they Spader deserves better. He deserves... Spader deserves deserves better and we're gonna Spader deserves Bader <laughs> Ruth Spader Ginsburg <laughs> yeah. Ruth Spader Ginsburg uh, everybody follow us on Instagram go to our Spreadshirt shop buy some uh, some t-shirts uh, follow us on Letterboxd follow us on Letterboxd all of us uh, blah 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 what rate, else we rate got? us on iTunes wait rate us Again. on iTunes keep listening and until next time the suspense is killing us bye bye bye